Hey there, SCP fans. My name is Grigori Carpin, and this is Simply Creative People, the show about SCP creatives, be they authors, artists, or off-site content creators like YouTube and TikTok. We're focused on bridging the gap between various fans and serving as an introduction to different concepts and stories on the wiki. So, many welcomes to all, and let's get started. Okay, so nice. welcome to another episode of Simply Creative People. Uh, this is episode 14, and we're going to be talking about the Chicago Spirit. Yes, uh, the best year way. That's right. I haven't even introduced you yet, and you're already talking. You, you're the worst guest. I can't shut up. This is who he is. <laughs> so, Gregory Carpin, and... Uh, say hello to my Harry Blank. <laughs> yes, nice. And our lovely guest... Rounder House. That's right. With the enthusiasm of a god. Yeah. <laughs> a god. I'm deigning you with my presence. That's right. You you are. This is good. I wouldn't really want to have anybody else on for this Aww. GUI. What about Stormbreath? I mean, Jeez. Oh yeah, Stormbreath. But I I kind of want Stormbreath. We can't have Stormbreath and me on to... for the same podcast for Chicago Spirit because we have such vastly differing interpretations of the GUI. It's like two different. It's basically two different things. Right. Which is awesome. Yeah, I mean it's fun. I I like I like collaborate with his and he collaborates with mine and it's good. Um. But yeah, before we get into it very far, I know you've been, you know, a member of the wiki for a long ass time. You had been for years before I joined. So how did you, Rounder, how did you discover, you know, SCP? I, it's the anticlimactic boring answer, but I honestly don't they're remember. All, they're all anticlimactic boring <laughs> Yeah, this is particularly, I don't remember what I got. <laughs> <laughs> I do remember that the first article I read was this really, like, not good series one. Uh, let me, which one was it? I think it's 499. Or, like... That sounds familiar. Yeah, that's a number. <laughs> it's one, oh, it's series two. It's 1499. The gas mask, and I was like, "What the fuck is this?" Oh yeah, I have. This is like it's still it's like it's poor, it's bad, it's poorly written, but it still remains a favorite of mine because it was like the first thing I read, and I was like, "What the fuck? This is so fucking creepy." <laughs> and now I'm like, "This is ass." <laughs> I downvote this red light. Uh, uh, so the first thing I read, I read was something by Metaphysician, which is why I like all. This <laughs> yeah, so that 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 makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was the first thing I read. Shocking it's why no I one. came. Yeah, I mean, that's why I came to the wiki was to read about, like, weird Eldritch horror type stuff. So it makes yeah. sense why Sarxism is the thing. Yeah. But the second thing, and just because I went to the main page and was like, I don't know, let me just look through the things. Whatever that big event was where it was Clef trying to kill the little girl who thought she was a wizard. Oh, the and, like, Duke. Duke Tilda. Oh, that's, yeah. It's the uh, precipitating one, no. kind of. It's uh, Incident it's, Clef Kondoraki. Tilda. Yeah, yeah. Where like a whole bunch of different people collaborate. Like each little part of it is written by someone totally different, and it's just a mess. And it's referring to all these characters like you already know who they are. Yeah, and, like, I, and I was, I was just like, I don't know what the fuck is going on. And I almost was like, I don't think I want to read this. Yeah, that, I had a similar reaction reading that article. Not that I thought that it was bad necessarily. In fact. I think it's kind of fun, this huge collaborative thing written by, you know, 10, 15 different people. But I like you know, it for it the meta aspect very... of it, but like the story itself yes. is like, I'm no, not a fan yeah. of this. Yeah, it... yeah, but I'm not really a fan uh, of the lol foundation stuff. Yeah, general, I so. mean, yeah. It did yeah, an, an angry rewrite of it where he re just replaces <laughs> all of Crow's dialogue with woof and shit just because he was so mad about it. <laughs> Um, I've just like avoided like playing with that sector of like Kondraki and Clef and I'm like I don't give a shit about any of these people 
I didn't think I did either. And then starting to use Clef as like a pincushion for the representation of all the things wrong with early Foundation has been really fun. <laughs> and I can't help but like try to make him an actual character. I do love um, that commentary. Yeah. Yeah. Because I mean, I only included him at the end of 6500 to be like, okay, we need like somebody from that era. Who better than Clef? We'll just make him show up and be an asshole. And then somehow I was like, well, I should keep him around he's kind of an interesting you know uh foil for the whole new version of the foundation in vanguard and uh you know it's actually kind of working out pretty well i never thought i would like writing clef but i kind of do but i do write him differently than you wear the pipe one. <laughs> i know this is, this is what know. stock characters are i've for. only written clef in like one or two articles and like i think in the one article i've written clef bright and so all the other like lol foundation characters it's very much a lol mm-hmm. foundation article but that one has been downloaded by clef by bright and like a bunch of them <laughs> yeah still at 250 though suck my dick yeah famous famously hasn't written <laughs> about the author avatars rounder house yes hey what, what was your uh, your first uh 001 proposal by the way uh i don't have to answer that okay this is america okay <laughs> That's not how America works. America is an authoritarian state. You have to answer it. He's Canadian. I don't have to recognize foreign governments. He's very right about that. That's America. That's right. <laughs> That's, that is so fucking America. It's not even funny. <laughs> we don't even think they exist. Uh, <laughs> Canada is a myth. Mm-hmm. Yep. <clears throat> Were you asking what his first one reading was? No, his fr- no it's because he was asking me about Memento Mori because that's all about oh, all the yeah, yeah. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. But they're all dead. Yes. Oh yeah, it's writing about killing them. Spoiler. The funny thing is, people talk about Memento Mori. It's like, oh my god, you killed off all the favorite author avatars. It's so, but like three of them are known to anyone except me. Right. It's like you have Clef, you have I guess Gears, even though he doesn't show up until like the last couple of words. I guess writes uh, what's it called? The dog. Fuck the dog. Uh, <laughs> crow. King, King Pathis Crow. Yes. Yes. The, like if that's it, and the rest of them are just like random one-off <laughs> mentions from the personnel and character dossier. Like you have Bijan, who doesn't even have any articles on the site anymore. His like they've slowly been deleted over the fa- past five years because they sucked. Yep. I can't remember. Did you do Light and Moose? Did uh, I did do Moose uh, for the uh, yeah Moose is four, and I did not do Light. I yeah, was those gonna are the do two like, that have actually. Those are two like old no school ones. AAs that I actually like. Writing. That's because they're yeah, I like writing Moose a lot. I like writing Moose a lot. Moose is yeah, Moose, uh, well, obviously. Six yeah, <laughs> yeah. Moose is uh, Moose is Moose wasn't the main character of Six Thousand originally, which most people don't realize. But I don't know if I want to get into that when we're supposed to talk about something else because I can well, blither on about that for hours. Um, we should probably do like an 001 focused episode, but that's not today. All right. Uh, so, um, I was going to suggest we talk about like in terms of creative stuff, um, because of this, what we're talking about today, Chicago spirit, like different settings that we like to write Mm -hmm. in. Sure. Um, I just threw it at you guys. So if you want to go first. (laughs) No, I'm fine. I can talk. Uh, in terms of settings, I... I don't know about, like, physical, like, location settings, but I really like setting all my articles in, like, a very specific time period, which is, like, yeah, 50s, not even 50s, 60s to, like, 80s, maybe mm-hmm. early 90s a little bit. Really like that Cold War vibe, because I am a sucker for Cold War fiction. Rounder House prefers the world before he was born. Yes, <laughs> yeah. 
You're one of those people that's like, I wish I was born in a different. No, country. no, I just have like a, a like a serious attraction to like fiction, like genre fiction from that era, like spy fiction, seventies, uh, eighties crime fiction. I don't know, it's just fun. It's fun. No, it Definitely. is fun. Absolutely. Uh, like, yeah. there's no like I there's there I have no pushback on that whatsoever. It's great. <laughs> yeah, I have a blast writing like Cold War fiction with like these crazy ideas that actually usually happen during the cold war because everyone was insane during the cold war yeah and if it's not during the cold war it's either in the 20s and if it's in the 20s it's the chicago spirit story without a doubt or it's like 20 like 40s to 50s like distant future not distant future but like close future type stuff cyberpunk Mm -hmm. that kind of that kind of thing Mm -hmm. yeah i also kind of prefer in terms of setting different eras although i I mostly like writing about the period that when I was a kid, like in the 80s and 90s. Ah, the 450 BCE. <laughs> That's right. 254 BCE. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I um, like I, I intentionally set my series back in the 90s, at first in the 80s and then into the 90s, just because I wanted to like avoid like modern day continuity, like and not have anybody go like, "Oh, what happens with?" I don't know. It doesn't matter. It was thirty years ago. Yeah, uh, I, I very much respect that. Yeah, because I was just because I mean, I also started writing it when I was like so new and barely knew shit on the site in terms of like I had read for years, but it was very hit. You know, I would yeah, I like still, the vast majority still... of my early time on the site was just random SCP, random SCP, right. random SCP, right. Exactly. I mean, I hadn't read um, There Is Not a Time in Medics Division until, like, the beginning of, like, 2020, I think. I think I read um, Antimimetics really early on, and it had, like, a it's left a gigantic dent in my forehead as a writer. Well, like, you yeah, can see the visible impression. Good, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Um, yeah, so I really like writing stuff in the 90s, especially because it, like, it's the same reason why, like, horror set in that period is such a fun thing because you don't have cell phones and like gps and etc i i can respect that but like i've always had a real fondness for like like far future horror which is a severely sadly underexplored genre in my opinion but like you have shit like space space horror i fucking love i adore space horror shit like uh nameless event horizon uh prey it's awesome prey you uh Oh, pray is the pray. Part. We love pray. <laughs> I, right podcast. I, 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 yeah, I, I think I have it in my. Yeah, I think I still have it in my epic library. Even though I originally got the game like pirated, but I ended up paying for it because it was really. It's good. such a good yeah, game. It's, it's amazing. I've played it through like three. Times. So have I. Yeah. Uh, it's just incredible. But we'll get. That'll be the whole episode. Then, this is literally the first conversation Harry and I had for any length of time. It was like two hours of talking about pray. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, like Dead Space. Yeah, stuff. yeah Space Horrors is under... I mean, not only is it underutilized, it's significantly underutilized on the site. I Sadly. I mean, there's a lot of cool space stuff, but it's not really... Yeah, there's a lot of cool horror. space stuff, and there's a lot of cool horror stuff, but it very rarely intersects. Yeah. Somehow video yeah, games I'm, like to know, do it the sure most. Oh, yeah. I yeah. mean, God, fucking Dead Space. Alien Isolation. Doom. Alien Isolation, which I still uh-huh. haven't played. Yeah, me neither. It's good. I, 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 I'm, I like ter- I'm like a wuss when it comes to horror games. Like, the real horror games. Not like action-adventure horror games, but like shit like Alien Isolation, where all you can fucking do is run. Yeah, it's terrifying. <laughs> no, yeah. Alien Isolation is kind of halfway in between, I would say. But yeah, I know what you mean. Like, I, I started playing Soma, and... Oh, Soma's so scary. Soma's so scary. <laughs> and actually... 
I actually think it's a flaw to the game that it's all about like running from things because I think it would be so much scarier if it was just like atmospherious, atmospherically scary, like just oh, there's just spooky vibes. Yeah, I didn't like Outlast two that much, but Outlast one was fucking. Outlast was so good, terrifying. And then Outlast two just jumped off that cliff. Never played the second one. Not worth playing, really. Sounds good. I kind of hate a lot of the ones where it's just hey, it's first person and all you can do is run. Yeah, it feels like it's yeah. been over. Like, I understand why not everyone wants to do like a Resident Evil actiony type of horror game, but like, give me some <laughs> we ability avoid to prey do something. Because we're avoid we avoid prey topic because we're afraid we'll blather on too long oh, yeah, about yeah. it. But then you mentioned Resident yeah. Evil in front of Harry. Yeah, that seems unfair. Deeply unwise. <laughs> That's okay. When we when we did Arcadia, we I literally just like slotted in thirty to forty minutes where Jackal, Harry, and I could talk about nineties horror games. Nice, because it was like it's gonna come up. So, what were we talking about? Era, uh, like not, not eras, sure. but like settings. Settings. Where do you like to settings? I like to my stuff. Oh God, no! That's a. I'm sorry. No, that's Harry, too exotic Harry for me. <laughs> Actually, speaking of exotic settings, I have only done like a handful of articles that are even concerned with being in america victim is all technically about america but they're almost always you know not a pay yeah i know it's really a setting sort of thing it's like a it's just like media and then most of my scps and tales have been overseas which is meanwhile there's i like to write my stuff in a variety i guess i just like a lot of my stuff ends up in america not of my own volition but just because that's like where my brain drifts to because i'm a narrow-minded idiot (laughs) <laughs> but, like, when I put an actual effort and I like to, like, consciously set stuff outside of the United States, like, I have a bunch of, uh, not a bunch of, but I have, like, a, a healthy number of skips set in the Middle East. Yes, you do. I love your, we, we talked about your GOC one. Yeah, the gas yeah. incident. Yes. Love that. that just hit 200 yesterday. Hell yeah. Nice. nice. Deservedly so. Sorry, Harry, you, you have been cut off. Like, <laughs> it, hit the, it hit 200, and I was like, oh, I should put a reply to my author post saying it hit 200, because people do that. And then I looked, and I checked, and I realized I'd never written the author post for it a full year later. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was W this time. W? What does that even mean? Yeah, it was. I think it was, like, I don't know. I think I just, like, hit a random letter. <laughs> I don't understand you people. Yeah. It was a dub. Uh, Harry, you've been, uh, we've Canada been three times. Sorry, Harry. <laughs> Canada. That's I it. put things. Canada. I put things in Canada. No, there. I put things up up north, where where it's cold. Uh, no, people occasionally are like, "Hey, you made like this whole location. Why did you do that? Did you have like a big goal in mind?" And it's like, "Yeah, the goal was to be able to write on the site without knowing the names of all your departments and shit, and having somebody call <laughs> me on it." That's why it's so different. It's so different because I... It worked perfectly. Apparently it did. Now I know all that thing, all that information that I could have used if I was going to try to fit it in, <laughs> but I didn't then, and I didn't really want to. I just wanted to start typing. Um, it has been unconscious or involuntarily forced on you. Yeah, it's it's just sort of bled in as, a, as I've had to do contests yeah. with people and write in canons that I don't know anything about and stuff like that. Surrounded by Americans, the curse. Just Americans wall-to-wall, which, you know... And they're the ones who built the walls, so... <laughs> That's right, we like <sighs> Americans and their, their walls. But yeah, I like, I like setting stuff, like, outside it, because I like to explore a lot of, like, geopolitics and stuff, yeah. history, geopolitics, yes, that kind of thing, do, which, absolutely. like, you can do in America, but also, like, it involves other countries. So it's, it's fun <laughs> to set stuff. A lot of Americans don't know that. 
Yeah. Yeah, we did. Not aware that geopolitics involves the globe. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, But that's the same reason I set, I made up a whole site myself. Uh, You know, because I was like, well, I could set this at, you know, site 19, which is the famous site. I don't know anything about that. Uh, Yeah. Which I is where I got 91. Like, I just reversed 19. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Site 19 is not even, like, a setting. It's just a name. Oh, yeah, yeah. I know that now. I know that now, but, like, at the time, I, I was like, so many things I see say Site 19 or Site 17. I'm like, maybe I'm gonna be, a history. Uh, I'm going to be a contrarian, and I'm going to I'm gonna break out of the box, and then you just flip the numbers backwards. I did, yeah. I mean, I did it as a joke to myself, and then I looked on the you know the list, and I was like, oh well, actually, ninety one isn't taken. Oh, fuck I it. didn't know it. I didn't know you did that. That's wow. Yeah, that's, that's I only creative. have like two sites that I use with any sense of regularity, and both are in America, although they're opposite ends of America, so close enough. <laughs> I have we don't need to go overseas. Yeah, I have six six six, which is in Vegas, which is like yeah, not the farthest south you can go, but pretty far south, and then I have. Site it's seven. like right in the middle. What do you mean? <laughs> it's not, I mean, all things considered, when you lay out the map of, like, the northern tip of Alaska to, like, the bottom tip of Texas, Las Vegas is definitely down south. Yeah, sure. Fair enough. If you count Alaska, everything Well, I do south. count Alaska because that's where the second one is. <laughs> <laughs> Although most of that stuff is still in drafting phase right now. There's only, like, one article on the site featuring it. Well, the Harry's read the draft. Mm-hmm. It's good. And he will read the second draft next week. Oh, good. Angry. More line by line. Yes. He yelled at me last time I gave it to him. He yelled at me. He was angry at me. He was upset at me because I had 78 M dashes in a 7,000 word title. It isn't just that he uses M dashes like they were taking a breath when you're speaking. It's that they're not always M dashes. They're hyphens. And he knows that I will tell him when he's accidentally put a hyphen. So he just uh-huh. doesn't bother checking. That's, yeah, that's accurate. I did do that. I have no response. Well, I've just gotten to the point where I just turn all my things to collab, and then <laughs> Harry just like makes it. Li- li- That's a good idea. I'm gonna do that next. I time. like it better, honestly. It takes me less time. Yeah. At first, I, yeah. I was like afraid. I was like, "Oh, this is so presumptuous. I'm gonna make so much work." And he was like, "No, this is better." And I'm like, "Oh, okay. you know how boring." <laughs> oh, it's the opposite for me. I'm like, I accept 95% of Harry's proposed edits, and the other 5%, I'm like, I will literally fucking kill you if you touch this so like I- i'll just why see. he never does any it's all like grammar stuff no i know that but then some of the grammar stuff is like i have a weird way of writing dialogue where i write it oh, like how in, i talk in dialogue I, I i kind of ignore it. yeah and i use kind of like weird <laughs> idiosyncrasies and like stupid things that don't really like they aren't grammatically correct but they're how i talk which is how i write dialogue oh, and, sure. yeah. this is excellent you're, you're pitching you're like in a week uh, i'm gonna give you something new and you're gonna write me uh line by line for it that i may ignore 10 percent of like thanks yeah five percent okay five okay I can handle five. It's only five percent of any crit. It's, for, it's a, you know you'll it's enjoy when you, it, Harry. It's when you ignore the opposite. It's when yeah. you, it's when somebody gives you crit and you don't implement even like five percent of it. You're a Ralliston used to do yeah. that with my stuff. Unless it's just bad. Whenever I, I would give Ralliston pages and pages of line by line on his spelling and grammar, he'd ignore them. And I'm like giving Ra- like early 2019 Ralliston or not 2020 Ralliston line we're by not, line. We're is not like talking a war crime. shit on people in this podcast. We're not. Doing uh, Ra- <laughs> Ralliston knows. No, I love this is friendly Ralston, shit. I love you. Yeah. He knows I'm, I love him. He also owes his life to You know Ralliston. I feel, no attention. I feel empowered I know, to talk shit. I know, no attention kidding. is Ralston bad attention is, for him. As long as you're saying his name, he's And happy. also, just to be clear for all listeners, Ralliston, we're, we're, all three of us are friends with Ralliston. So. Yeah. Yep. All right. Well, let's move the fuck on. Um, 
Yeah. All right. We're half so, an hour in. We haven't even mentioned the Jew. Yeah, that's how this usually that's goes. Nor- that's just par for the course. Um. So yeah, we're gonna be talking about the Chicago Spirit, which Ooh. you and Stormbreath and who else like helped you like get it off the ground? Well, we didn't make it. <gasps> who did? Oh my what? god, have you been running this thinking we made the Jew? I oh no, well, oh no! I didn't. Well, no, I mostly made it thinking that mo- a lot of the contributions were you guys. Well, that is true, but we didn't make it originally. Uh, originally, I believe Pepper's Ghost was the same to ma- first to make it, but he, oh. he made it in the same way that... Actually, I'm not going to talk about Dreaded Circuses. Uh, <laughs> that's a whole thing over there. But he yep. made it in that he referenced that, like, in a lot of his, like, Series 2, oh. Series 3 stuff, he'd, like, reference oh, sure. this anomalous mafia... But it was never really expanded upon until, mm-hmm. what's it called? He made the hub, which I don't think it was even, like, originally meant to be a hub. Originally, it was just, like, an article about the, like, fictional GOI. It was, like, sure. an in-universe dossier, and then eventually other people wrote stuff, and it became, like, a hub. And then Art I feel also like the best added hubs, his thing to it. The best hubs are almost always that, anyway. I mean, some of the ones are great when they're just, like, a series, and they're just, like, in you know, like flavor text, but honestly, I love hubs that are here. I let's like just hubs. break I this can, down. Yeah, I can respect a good hub. <laughs> hubba hubba. <laughs> I don't, I don't make enough hubs. Like everyone always yells at me to make hubs for like under Vegas or like other shit, and I'm like, no, thank you. Free page. Yeah, it's not like probably... a, it's not like a, like a hatred of hubs. It's just that like I have a weird attraction to like being like. When I was starting out on the wiki, I do a lot of stuff where I just read random SCPs and then I'd like fall into crosslink loops and I'd find these whole universes that didn't have a hub. You, you could only find them by like clicking from one article to another, and it was like it felt like a very natural discovery experience, right. and that's something I like to emulate. That is cool, but there's so much goddamn stuff on the wiki now. Yeah, it's kind of impossible. Hubs yeah. are like fucking necessary, and like if we're gonna, anybody that suggests talking about something on this on the show i've been like i'd love to have you let's talk about it. do you have a hub no make one because <laughs> i'm Get just the that's the only here. requirement you know like I, it was me yasi's actually working on attack the one because he was the episode <laughs> i'm like i'd love to have you on here let's do it yeah where's your hub where's your hub buddy <laughs> uh, i wasn't aware you were if you were blackmailing people into making hubs on behalf of the podcast no, not. This will be great for you the can hub just mafia. not come on. <laughs> Simply creative people is a hoax by Grigory to sell more hubs. <laughs> That's the right. I'm making so much money off the hubs. <laughs> so much money. Money. Uh, right. Anyway, so who who called it? Who decided it was GOI 001? I assume it was Pepper's Ghost. That does it's sound so like a Pepper's Ghost ballsy. thing. Yeah. I, I, think just it, so... I mean, it is, on one sense, it is ballsy, but also, like, consider that this was made in, like, fucking, what was it, 2014? Yeah, there were GOIs before. Yeah, but these that? are there were GOIs before that. But the thing was that they were all like modern, like GOIs, like the Chaos Insurgency, the GOC, shit like that. Whereas yeah. what's it called? The Chicago Spirit is very explicitly meant to be like. Yeah, it's very right. clearly dated to a very specific time and place, and it's like, oh, it's like the first GOI, the Foundation it Encounter. Also makes it like a Public Enemy dub number one sort of thing. Yeah, I uh-huh. never thought about it like that, but that is it pretty just popped into that. my head because I can't have long term intelligent thoughts, but I do get quick ones that some just somehow just appear <laughs> yeah, in it's my like mind. Yeah, flash in the pan. Yeah, like me. It's the 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 blurt like the figments of a dying mind. Yeah, that thanks. The thing I actually like going back to what you were talking about about it being like a historical GUI. The thing I really like about it is that in a lot of these articles, the foundation barely plays a part because yeah. 
even in the SCPs, because they're just kind of writing about it after the fact. Because during that period, they even some of the articles even say the Foundation was like a ghost of its current self. Like it just didn't have the power that it has now. Yeah, I like I like writing stuff like this because it's like very, like you can play with a lot with like the conception of the Foundation before the yes. internet was a thing, before the phones were a thing, before yes. anything was a thing. Also, secret government agencies. Also, like yes, in the uh, in the first like half of the century is like weirdly charming. I until love that shit. You get it's to... like uh, the fucking not. I'm gonna think of the name. You keep talking. You think of a movie <laughs> or? Like, I've... No, it's a comic book. I can't fucking remember. What's League called. of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Nah, that kind of, but not of. what I was thinking of. Oh, uh, anyway, it doesn't matter. The point is, is that like I like the idea of like the secret government agencies in like the 1800s and the early 1900s, and then they get real shitty when the Cold War happens, and they just start like oppressing everyone left and right. I mean, they probably <laughs> yes, did it before I that too, but like the, I love that dynamic tracking the growth of like organizations from the through the 20th century. I love it. I love it. Yeah, yeah, totally. Like you look at the craziness that the FBI started out as just like one one crazy person's like pack of wild like hunting dogs basically mm-hmm. and then that lasted until the 70s anyway <laughs> um want to yeah, read the so blurb I, yeah blurb. um do you want to read it or you sure i can read it okay so yeah you're open you read this 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 opening flavor text yeah, all right let me get a drink first all right when folks ask where I studied, I just laugh at them. I don't believe in formal education. I never spent a day in a classroom, yet I'm one of the most successful men in this city. Boys and men who could be spending their time productively are instead forced to waste years of their lives, stooped over books, trying to snatch some trace of intellect for themselves. Yeah. What the schoolmasters don't tell you is that genius is something you're born with. I may not know calculus, but I run the largest business of its type in the country. I may not be able to name every tribe in Africa, but I can turn a man inside out with a snap of my fingers. I can't give you a scientific explanation for how we perform the miracles we do. But then again, no one else can either. In my business, me and the Ivy League boys are equal in everything. Everything, that is, except power. That's something I have plenty of. And that is Richard Chappell, who is the head of... I've always pronounced it Chappelle. I've always pronounced it Chappelle. Really? But that's like that's very much a me thing. I don't know how it's pronounced. Like I mean, in Pepper's Ghost Mind. Yeah, I don't know. Either way, it works. Okay, oh, we could. Go, I could um, there's the. Oh, we could, could have called the episode Chapels or Chapels Show. No, terrible idea. Terrible idea. I didn't say that. Go back to your hole. Um, go back to your hole. Shut up. <laughs> um, the reason I always say Chapels because I like the idea of Dicky Chapel. Yeah, it's, great, it's like it's a Dick- good mobster name. Yeah, I guess I don't know. I just like I like the way Chappelle rolls off the tongue. No, I think no. in my head it was always Chappell, so there we go. We just covered the entire... <laughs> You're a liar. Just covered the entire... That's not liar. Somehow, I don't believe that's true. Yeah, you don't believe that my brain works wrong in a different way. Yeah, that's correct. I don't believe that. That's okay. <laughs> I mean, I've said it many times, but I don't believe it. You don't believe anything I say. That's correct. I mean, it's no way. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> that was a logic trap. So, the... Chicago Spirit is like an organized crime organized organized crime organization. Fuck. No way. Well done. Ugh. Organized crime. It's like a mobster movie. It's gangsters, but it's all anomalous. Weird yeah. magic shit and fucking reality benders um, meets the Godfather, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, the summary says the Chicago Spirit was an organized crime syndicate based in Chicago, Illinois. <laughs> Shocking. 
Uh, the group operated locally during the first two decades of its existence, but later spread to other major cities in the United States as a result of the wealth generated by its bootlegging operations during America's Prohibition era. Spirit employed numerous individuals with anomalous capabilities, created and exploited a number of anomalous artifacts for use in its business, and was owned by one Richard D. Chappelle, a nice. Type-C reality bender. Mm-hmm. SCP-046 ARC. That's always an interesting thing to me. Mm-hmm. Because, like, I did write an ARC article, like, a while ago, but, like, the idea that, you know, I've always wanted to write, like, a proper ARC for Chappelle. Yeah, it's cool, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, you should, honestly. Although it is kind of a lot of fun that in a lot of articles he's just mentioned. Yeah, I did, like, I like him as, like, a Kaiser Soze figure. That's how you like, use you yeah. him in the background. Yeah. 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 He, he does work, I mean, he, he does work as, like, a... I, that one about the the bubbles, like when they're yes, that, you, I yes, really yes, like yes, that yes, one. Yes, yes. Or where is Benny gone or whatever? Um, Rudy Benson. What remains Rudy Benson? Rudy Benson. Yeah. Remember Rudy Benson? Um, but in general, I do really like the fact that he's just sort of that guy who's hanging around. Like the GOI formats will be like, hey, you know, this is this is what Richard, uh, you know, whatever. Uh, and instead of you know him being this larger than life character, like you know Anderson or Wondertainment or something. Uh-huh. Anyway, so uh, it's been in existence, which I really like that it starts off in the late 1800s, 1895, and it starts off as a bar, which was called the Chicago Spirit, which is really fun, because in, on the hub it talks about how Chappelle had like problems with the idea that he wasn't making enough money so uh, <laughs> for the first couple of years, so he just starts making crazy items, anomalous items, and selling them out of the, out of the top floor, uh, and... As he keeps going with that for a few years, he starts expanding out into, like, organized crime. I think that's, like, a funny jump, too. Like, I would like to read the story of, like, how you went from, like, I'm going to sell shit out of my <clears throat> out of my attic. And then... Well, I imagine like, during Prohibition, it wasn't that serious of a jump. Well, like it, we're talking about years before Prohibition. Decades before Prohibition. <laughs> oh, okay. I thought... I was, okay, I got confused. Never mind. You're right. But yeah, yeah it is. It's a, it's a fun, fun pivot. But I think some some of the articles explore it interestingly. Yeah, no, totally. They show him um, as like a, a street kid who grows up, and obviously, even though you get a bar, you know, he's still kind of like a thug, I guess. And you know, that kind of life never leaves. Right. Yeah. Sure. And I mean, you know, just owning the bar doesn't mean that you're that far away from world weary, world weary bars, famously house. legitimate establishments. <laughs> Router House just like that kind of life never leaves you. You can just see him like hey, yeah. having his Vietnam. Don't insult the huge <laughs> segment of our audience that owns bars. Having his like Vietnam flashback <laughs> at age all, yeah. 18 or whatever. 19. 19. Oh, you're 19 now. Okay. Yes. Have you been inside a bar? <laughs> I don't have to answer that. Again, this is America. That answer is no for the audience. <laughs> oh, right. The Americans have that bullshit, yes, actually. bullshit with 19. It wasn't open at the time, but I was inside. Yeah, fair enough. Um, so, group's leadership mainly consists of men who are possessing abilities similar to those of Chapel. The foundation essentially allows them to do what they want. This is paraphrasing because they just weren't as powerful of an organization until towards the end of the uh, 30s when they finally did kind of rise up and like uh, take down the, the spirit. Yeah. Uh, which sort of falls apart once they've contained Chappelle. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what's interesting is that Chappelle constantly swears up and down that he never had any anomalous powers that it was always this other guy Mr. Mm-hmm. Knight. this is the this is the main point where i diverge from storm breaths canon right. heavily right i i really like the idea of Chappelle as like this seriously like fucked up like magic gangster dude 
who really can turn you inside out with a snap of his fingers. And I feel like attributing that <clears> to <throat> another character works for Stormbreath's story that he's building, but like I feel like it robs the uh, uh, robs the character Chappelle of a lot of his charm for me. Which you know yeah. I can I can respect Storm's interpretation, but I I just don't agree with it. I think it's fun that both exist. Yeah. Honestly, yeah, I can uh, I can respect both. I've I've read I've like read and I've quoted all of Storm's things with Mister Knight. It's just like when it comes to the spirit in a void, just them. I like Chappelle to be anomalous. I gotta ask: Has there been any crossover with the Spectre? <laughs> I mean, they are the same GOI in a sense. No, no. I mean, the Spectre. The, the shadowy... Oh, that Spectre! Okay, see, you confused me on purpose. I don't appreciate that. This is <laughs> twang. I could see that as a deal. The Spectre versus the Spectre. Has... I think... Well, nothing's written, as I can Man, recall, that mentions that... that, but Hippo has pitched it to me several times. <laughs> I feel like I feel like that would be a really fun... <laughs> yeah, it wasn't like... I don't remember if it was specifically the Spectre, but it, it was like a Spectre-esque uh, pulp, you know, pulp magazine superhero yeah. who would be like fight taking down the spirit and there would obviously be metafiction because Tippo is involved and it was like a really yeah, cool idea and I think I would like to see it on the it's, it's the right like time period pastiche for both of them so that's kind of neat yeah. yeah absolutely anyway uh, and then there's like that secondary resurgence where like sometime in like the 90s they start coming back and it's like a little bit unclear and the foundation isn't really sure who these people are but they're constantly going up against uh, the GOC and, and, and whatnot. yeah so I know you, because we talked about it a bunch, like love gangster stories. I do. Sure love does. Gangster stories. So what, like I like them too, but what is it that draws you to it? I don't know. It's like, I guess I guess I just like the whole vibe of all of it. I've, I, I, I've never been able to put into words quite what attracts me to like crime movies, crime fiction gangster stories, but like I love all that shit. Old school gangster movies, Goodfellas-esque crime fiction, sure. uh, Scarface, Legend, fucking sopranos whatever i love it even heist For- movies like oceans 11 oceans 11 is probably one of my favorite movies of all time oceans 11 is great let's just not yes we just need to talk about the other ones <laughs> i like oceans 13 it's not as good but it's respectable oceans 12 is we're not going to talk about that oh have you seen the sting i think you'd like the sting if you haven't seen that I don't think I have. Uh, oh, you would really love good. this. It's thing. it's a one great big gigantic con heist movie set in like the depression. I think the one with Paul, Paul Newman and Robert Redford. Paul Newman and, and like and fifty Robert other Redford. people. Ooh, yes, yes, it's yes, really yes, really yes. good. It's fucking wonderful. Yes, uh, and they have such good fucking chemistry. That and Sundance are two like amazing flicks. Just because the two definitely. Mm-hmm. Um. For me, I, I've always really liked gangster stories too, but the ones that really work for me and always have are the ones that talk about people like immigrating and finding themselves without any opportunities and just getting kind of sucked up into this world. The Scarface. Um, Scarface, but then also lots of the true stories, you know? Yeah, I mean, yeah. A tremendous amount of them uh, were people that either were first generation or second generation immigrants. Uh, living in absolute squalor, you know. Yeah, I mean, it's not poverty. like it's completely based in real life. That's why so many of these gangs were like ethnically based because you had right. like virulent racism, like oh, yeah. comically huge amounts of racism during the early 20th oh, yeah. century. And it's like the only opportunities you could have were like low-paying, shitty menial labor or like breaking the law. And you know, that's I can't really fault anyone for making that no, choice. It's not much of a choice at the time. Yeah. 
I mean, I, I think once it gets to the point where you're breaking somebody's fucking fingers off to get your money, <laughs> maybe I can't blame them. But, <laughs> but I that's the it happened over me. fifty years ago. Therefore, I don't have to question the morality. <laughs> <laughs> There's no organized crime now. What's it's all gone? Yeah, none of the racism too. We <laughs> solved all of that. The Sopranos is fiction, right. don't you know? I do know. Uh, yeah, but like those are the ones that always. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like I, I do like Casino, and I do like. Um, actually, I don't really like Sopranos. Yeah, I, was, I don't really like Casino, but that's a different thing. Oh no, I very much. Like I don't Cino, think we want but, to talk about uh, how you don't like the one he likes, and he likes the one you like. No, I'm not. <laughs> quite the one that it doesn't make a difference. But um, the one that I like that is absolutely utter garbage is um, I think it's Gangsters, and it's got Christian Bale playing Lucky Luciano. I it's, don't it's the fucking remember worst. That one. It is not a good film at all, but I fucking love it. <laughs> it is a, it's like 91 like, or 92. It's like the height of Christian Bale and Patrick Dempsey is playing Meyer Lansky. Patrick, let me tell you something about Meyer Lansky. Did not look like Patrick Dempsey. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's not, yeah. Meyer Lansky had his own thing going on. Uh, he was amazing, but... He was an awesome guy, fun guy. <laughs> I mean, yeah, in a certain definition of yes, fun. right. Uh, so, it was Pepper's Ghost that made uh, yes, Pepper's Ghost. Pe- All right, Pepper's Ghost but made him you certainly got your own like rendition of him, and he's certainly not like every other gangster guy. So, no. like, I almost feel like he's kind of got a Joker quality to it. I I don't think that. I'm curious where you came up with that. Are you joking? Are you just are you just <laughs> trying to tap into the memes chaos. or what, man? Yeah. No, I'm not doing anything. No, not you, Gregory. You brought up Joker. What have, what have, what have you done? <laughs> You're right, Society. that's not a character outside of the meme. It's not like he's... No, it's brand years. new. It was created by... Um, mm. What's-his-face mm-hmm. in the movie? Created by Jared. Lord Zunu. <laughs> oh, no. Because he mentions it so much. Yes, Jokerized. Is that how you pronounce his name? Yeah, we yeah. had him on last time, uh, and he explained that it was Zunu, which I don't think anybody does. Yeah, I don't agree with that. <laughs> you I can't disagree. I don't agree with your I name. I totally disagree with someone's interpretation of their name. <laughs> Watch me. The Joker was invented in 2015 when Jared That's... Leto dyed his hair green. Oh god. Anyway, <laughs> the thing I actually really like about Spectre. Uh, you know, We're talking about whichever. Spectre now, yeah. Yeah, just, you know the James Bond organization. Um, <laughs> no, there's so many things that are called Spectre. It's ridiculous, but. In the wiki, you know, the, the Chicago spirit is that like it, in a lot of ways, I mean, I don't actually know back in 2014 if there was a lot of other competition for this, but it, I, I do feel like it fills a niche that like isn't really explored that much in other parts. of. The I world. think that still remains true. Yeah. There's like no other anomalous crime organizations, at least on the English wiki, which is crazy to me, honestly. Which like, sucks, but like I, I, I had a draft that I deleted that like kind of explored that concept, but you know, because you know, be like that. It would be true. Like, other than um, there's that one metaphysician about the Russian mob, and then there's this, and then honestly, I'm sure there are other ones, but I, I really they're like mentioned know. here and there, but there's never anything like serious long term about them. The draft I mentioned it was going to be about like I don't want to get too into like the vast archive of deleted roundhouse drafts because <laughs> wow, there are a lot. But it was going to be about like the the secret sixth family of the New York Five Family Mafia, and it was going to be like oh, how nice. the spirit went to war with them for their presence in New York, and Chappelle like literally obliterated them from memory, like from the 
like oh i remember this i remember seeing something about this you were writing i remember this yeah he remembers it in the recesses of his mind i've seen a lot of things he's sent me things to look at that just don't exist anymore yeah, you said that he sent me things. Well, he, 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 he talked. He talked about never sent me letters. You talk about me sundowning and me see. having an old man brain, but you also just gaslight me by showing me things and then <laughs> never doing anything with them, and then I never hear it's about them again. It's not gaslighting. I'm not doing it on purpose. <laughs> it's accident. As far as I know, it's just like it's just fucking fate. Yeah, it's just I can't control where my brain decides to take me, and if my brain decides to take me to the delete button on that draft, I can't help it. Do you actually like fully delete drafts? Yeah, they're just gone. They're gone. Horrifying. Wow. I like I save them if I think there's like anything I can salvage from the concept, but nine times out of ten, oh. it's to the dumpster you go. Existential terror, man. I have never deleted a draft. I have deleted probably as many articles as I've posted. I've never written anything bad, so. Nice. <laughs> Actually, I think you tried that until very recently, because I have like no time, I have never started a draft without finishing it and then posting it. And that now is like, that, that's psychopathic. Up. I don't like that. Yeah, that's now, insane. Now, just recent. Well, I'm very like object-oriented. oriented like, yeah. It's like, a, okay, set up a deadline, we're doing this yeah, thing, we're getting it out. I respect that. Uh, I'm unable to do yeah, that. Same. I just go where the waves take me. Yeah, no. I, don't I just I just find myself in places and don't remember how I got there is what I do. Well, that happens in the and middle of the draft. And he insists he isn't sundowning. I didn't, I didn't say I wasn't, <laughs> I just said you pointed out. <laughs> yes. It's either that or you have like a really serious substance abuse problem. Wow. Just, just the Coca-Cola. <laughs> just awkwardly. Well. <laughs> I can't rule it out. Dot dot dot. What are we? What are, As I are we? Myself we what were we talking about? We were talking about. Uh, we just had a whole uh, podcast. We're done. Oh, thank God! Yeah, you forgot, guys. That makes sense. That explains why it's eleven fifty-one p.m. already. Oh, that's right. East time. Weird. Yeah, let's talk about some articles. So we're going to start yes. off with, and this one's yours, isn't uh, it? Let me look at the outline again. Yes. Six thirty-eight. Yes, six thirty-eight is mine. Which is probably the first thing I read, and I and it might have been one that you had. Wow, first crit. thing you read ever. Yep. Little Baby Gregory. Uh, no, first thing I read with the Chicago Spirit, Yeah, this was the first one I read for it, too. Uh, look at that. Which is probably why this I thought is, you created it. Yeah, this article is, now has something nicer on the top, if you see it. <laughs> yeah, baby. Oh, it's got the fancy attribution. So it's got, uh, in my opinion, I feel like it's it's got a lot of... Uh, pulling a lot of inspiration from the usual suspects. Am I crazy? Or is that, that is absolutely correct. Okay, <laughs> like not 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 in a bad not you know it's it's definitely its own thing, but it's got that same feeling of like we have like four or five different perspectives talking about this. Yeah, guy but no, I literally see. just watched the Usual Suspects and I was like, God damn! And then I sat at my computer for like two days. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. No, well, I mean, I, it's I, a thing that they couldn't... I take a lot, a lot of inspiration from movies and TV that I watch. It's a thing they couldn't do in the movie because they didn't have magic powers, so it's the magic powers version of The Usual Suspects. I would love a remake of Usual Suspects where Kaiser Soze has, like, laser eyes. <laughs> <laughs> no magic powers, just fucking psychopaths. So just interrogating yeah, right. him and then... Just <laughs> sears through the guy's head. Spoilers for a 30-year-old movie, I guess. If you haven't watched it by now, you don't deserve to get spoiler warned. Yeah, it's pretty old. Um, so this is basically just about all about an anomalous bank job, but it's know, not actually like I, honestly. I say usual suspects, but like in my head, while I was thinking of it, I was also thinking more of like Reservoir Dogs. Yeah. Oh sure, that makes Which, sense. Because it's like it's like 
Yeah, it's uh, all the guys, and it's like after the crime is taking place, and you never see the actual crime happen. Which I liked a lot. Like, I like that it's all, like, post-event, like, interviews. Yes. Which, you know, a lot of SCPs are that, but it really worked with the sense of, like, a crime thing, because, yes, this guy is an embedded agent, but he, you know... He might as well just be, like, a fucking, you know, a detective uh, mm-hmm. doing his interviews. Mm-hmm. But my favorite part about it, though, is that each of these people has, like, a wildly different idea about what happened. Yeah, they all disagree by rule. Yeah, and I mean, it's like, are they trying to fuck with him? Or is it just the fact that Richard Chappell is, like, such a fucking good mastermind that he, like, let everyone else believe, like, a slightly different story? Yeah, I mean, for me, it was like, I was definitely thinking that Chappell planned all of this out while he was, you know... This was completely intended by him. You know, get get in, get the gold, leave all the other five douchebags for the cops, and then bolt. Yeah, and there are douchebags too. They've all got their own unique way of being a douchebag. Oh, yeah. Pr- yeah. Particularly the second one, yeah. who has so much dialogue. Yeah, the second one again. The second one is um, Moody, who has dialogue that you could only write because you're not a white guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, it's true. You have like seven different ethnic slurs in this. <laughs> yes, I think across two articles I have two Chicago Spirit articles anyway that I have I have to specify from not this is not the other non Chicago Spirit slur articles. Uh, <laughs> those are a whole different thing. This is how you dis- distinguish from from Storm yeah. Breath is the ethnic slur. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Chicago or Storm Breath has Mr. Knight. I have Mr. Racist. <laughs> he also but doesn't yeah. like gay people very much. We'll get to that later. Yeah, I mean it's not <laughs> like thing I mean I there. did. This wasn't just, like, me being edgy or anything. I did, like, defend a creative decision in the comments when someone's, like... I completely respect the decision to be, like, you know, it's not cool to use, like, ethnic slurs or stuff in an article. But for me, it's, like, I have read probably an unhealthy amount about this kind of, like, people, the gangsters. And, like, 95% of these gangs were usually ethnically based. Like, you had shit like the Five Points Gang, which was Irish. Obviously, the Chicago Outfit, which was Italian. You had all the... New York Mafia. You also had like the Jewish Mafia, which not a lot of people know about, which is oh, really sad because yeah. it's nuts. Well, that's because we're we're much better at keeping secrets. <laughs> yeah, probably. But you also had a way funnier name. It's called the Kosher Nostra, which I love. I adore that because <laughs> I love stupid puns and I love the Mafia. It's really funny, yeah. <laughs> and then you've got fucking Al Capone. It's just the outfit. Yeah, it's not Italian whatsoever. Yeah, I mean, it does make sense that they were, like, such a specifically ethnic thing, because, like you said, I mean, this was mo- most of these things started out of, like, a yeah. necessity to, like, I can't find any work. Who's going to give me a job? Somebody that I know that's in my family or is a family friend who happens to also be Italian or also be Jewish or also be et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, but, yeah, it was, like, it was not, like, me just being edgy for edgy's sake. It was, like, a creative decision. Like, I wanted to make this character out to be an asshole because he is an asshole, so that's what well, I Well, yeah, it's part of what makes them feel also- legitimate as period piece characters is they do feel like they have the same prejudices as people in the past. Yeah. I can't remember who it was, but I think someone in the, someone in the comments is, like, this... Between the slurs and the trope dialogue, this basically reads as a gangster movie, and I was like, fuck yeah, it does. <laughs> what do you think the goal was? I mean, I totally get saying, hey, I don't want to use these, you know, or... Yeah, 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 I, res- I respect There's that entirely. There's nothing wrong with that. I respect um, that entirely. But you don't want tropey dialogue from a gangster flick? That's what they're for. <laughs> set in the SCP universe? Like, uh, sorry. Sorry, that's, that's what we're here for. <laughs> yeah. 
But I really like the dialogue in this. Um, yep. I especially Thank like you. that they really feel like the, you. You jokingly say I write dialogue like just the way you talk, but these five individuals that wasn't a joke. Well, you know, fine, but these five individuals, well, four because two of them are like twins and they kind of talk very much like themselves. Yeah. Um, these four different interviews feel like they're from four very different, mm-hmm. you know, speech patterns. Actually, the other guy doesn't talk because one says like that's right. He's, he's mute and he signs language, but yeah. Yeah, they all do sound. But yeah, different. I get your point. Yeah, I, I, I do like I do write dialogue how I talk, and that's not like that's just true. But like when I explicitly have multiple characters that I need to differentiate, I can like it's not hard for me to like make ticks, make little changes to character voice and stuff to differentiate them. Yeah, it makes a big difference. These days, they all it use M dashes though, despite their personalities. But... <laughs> M dashes in dialogue. Man. Yes, tons of them. I tons of them. Yeah, tons of them. <laughs> uh. I just think it's fun. I'm always fighting the use of, of ellipses, but not in actual dialogue, just in every. I have life. semicolon cancer. That's my specific problem. <laughs> Semicolon. That's very good. I'm stealing that. Thank you. Uh oh. Is that Mushu? What? Yeah, that's Mushu. <laughs> Give me just a second. I'm going to let him in the room. <laughs> he, has a, he has a very large and very cool cat. Very large, like how big? Well, it's it's not like anomalously large, but it's a large tomcat, and it's is very, very. It, it's exactly the kind of cat you'd expect Rounder House to have. It's got attitude. All cats have attitude. Yes, but like if he was a character in a TV show and he had a cat that was like representing his personality, that's the cat he has. Fair enough. <laughs> it's like a drama queen. Okay, I've returned, and I can only assume that you heard Mushu meowing desperately as I moved him. I didn't. No, I didn't get to hear. Oh, okay, the good. That's too bad. Yeah, that would have been fine if we did. We'll have Mojo um, on for a later, a later podcast. Yeah, this is not so, very interesting. Something I wanted to ask though: at this point, how much of a character was Chappelle? Not much, not much. Okay. I mean, Chappelle's never really been a character. Like, I can count yeah, maybe I on one fair. hand the amount of like direct appearances he's made in SCPs and stuff. That's fair. But yeah, there, this was very much like I wanted to keep him in the background where he belongs. But he. <sighs> He does feel like a character here. It, he does just, feel like a character. Well, yeah. I mean, he is a character, I guess. No, no, you he, know what I mean. It, like, he yeah. actually feels like he has a personality. In his absence, he still feels like from yeah. him. Yeah. And I mean, maybe that's some of that's projection, but I, I feel like the implication is there. The, just the idea that we have these five individuals, four of which are speaking, um, who all have, like, a very different idea about what the plan was, and this was the only job that they ever set up, and he set them up for it. And it's so very clear that you can, like, read between the lines and see what kind of person he is. Yep. Yep. And, then, like, I guess the the last twist with, you know, Pick and Chappelle, it works on that basis that you've been seeing this guy in the background through the article, and then in the very last addendum, it becomes clear that, oh, wait, he was there. Yep. <laughs> So now they don't have to read it. Good job. No, you didn't. You, you were vague enough that you were vague enough that that didn't necessarily exp- spoil it. Yeah, I mean, I don't really like no, yeah. care about spoilers for my articles. Fair enough. Yeah. It's uh, like I, I'm there for the journey, not the destination. Yeah, in you know? in his mind, like you've heard it now, he's spoiled it for you. You don't need to read it. You can just upvote it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's basically like a reading. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I we're gonna do one because we're gonna read the entirety of one of these. Well, we're not reading the No, entire, we're reading the entirety. Well, we're going to read the entirety of the fun one. Are we reading the entirety of the, it? The Dick Chapel quotes one? It's it's not even that long. We could alternate between the three yeah. of us easy. All right, there are some of them. That one's super tiny. Well, if you see oh, one, no, you don't... Oh, coward. <laughs> oh, not just coward. Uh, like, 
I'm morally opposed. We can skip. We can skip any that have horrible words. <laughs> They're not even. Which ones have horrible? I wrote this like two years. I barely ago. remember. Three. Oh god, three years ago. Oh god. Yeah, you're old. Well, Gregory's got an editorial veto when he edits anyway. No, I don't care. I'm just, I'll am just i just say, hey, I'm not going to read this one. One of you guys can read it. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> we can do passes. Yeah, okay. But first, we're going to talk about one of Storm Breaths, which is yeah. 4901, Remember Rudy Benson. Yes, I like this one a lot. Yeah, it's really it good. Doesn't it's agree very with my, it doesn't really agree with my interpretation, but I, that, that doesn't stop it from being an absolute kick-ass article. Yeah. Yeah, because this is definitely one where when we talk to Chappelle after he's been contained, he's like, I didn't have anything to do with this. It was an accident. It was all Mr. Knight. It's yeah, funny. I mean, it, this is based off, like, uh, one, uh, one-off line from The Hub, I think it is. Actually, I can't remember if it's from The Hub. But it's a one-off line somewhere for Chicago Spirit that says, like, the first person he ever killed was a newsboy who, like, yeah. tried to take over his, like, news-selling territory or whatever. Yeah. And he just, like, obliterated the kid, yeah. which I, I thought was, like, a really cool idea. Yeah, I think the Hobbs yeah, says something, like, totally exsanguinated him or something like that. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, so the opening lines of this one, past the Conprox, is SCP-4901 is an amorphous entity composed of sewage, bovine-slash-porcine remains, and human blood, currently located in Bubbly Creek, Chicago. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, a, that's, a, that's a real fucking thing. <laughs> it just sets you up. Like, yeah, in this perfect yeah. way, it's just like, well, I don't know what kind of article you were thinking this was going to be, but this is what the article is. <laughs> it's an excellent opening. It's it's probably amplified to me, because, like, I used to live in Chicago, which is probably part of the reason I love the GOI, but mm-hmm. I, I lived in Chicago for a very long time. I was born there. But Bubbly Creek is an actual fucking yeah. thing. Like, they, it's, like, behind where all the old, like, slaughterhouses and shit used to be. Nice. And it's just, like, a fork of the Chicago River, and it's just, like... They dumped all their like viscera and crap in there, and it sank to the bottom. And then, as it decayed, it let out methane bubbles that just made the entire place both bubble and stink like fuck for years. That's yeah, amazing. Throwing it in the water like slows down the decomposition so much. That's amazing. Yeah. It's, it's so gross. gross as hell. Move to Chicago. <laughs> Wait, does it? It doesn't still smell like that, right? Uh, not really. No. Yeah. Does it still bubble? No. Shitty. They should start throwing shit down there again. <laughs> they should start throwing dead bodies down there again. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it like, I mean, I, it doesn't like smell unless you like get right up to like the close of the river. At which point, it like smells bad. But like, the I would be. River able... smells bad. Don't all your rivers smell bad? <laughs> yeah. No. no. East I'm Coast curious. and mid and fucking center of the fucking countries rivers smell bad because they use it for like. Everything. Industrial purposes. We Everything. do not use rivers for anything here because we are very scared that something will fuck them up and they'll just Yeah, all your rivers are fake. None. <laughs> fake uh, rivers. Well, there are there is the quote unquote Los Angeles River, but that is not real. <laughs> it uh it I, I like the Los Angeles River. Me too. And it's actually kind of got some really interesting um like visuals Vibes. because Yeah, like the whole yeah. sunken area with like yes. Yeah, I like that shit. But it's not a real fucking river. We dug yeah. a trench from one side of the county to the other. But it's not like Bubbly Creek doesn't like no. it, oh. I, it. I I don't know how to phrase this because like it doesn't like stink in the way that I would say it stinks, but it definitely smells if you get close to it. <laughs> and it doesn't like bubble like I'm told back way back when it bubbled like literally like bubbled like a hot tub constantly twenty four seven. But now it like I guess if you watch it for an hour or something, you could watch it bubble a little bit, but like it's not much. 
<laughs> so fucking gross. Yeah, that's such a great <laughs> bit of scene setting. It is. Um, it's still absolutely rancid, though. Like, if you asked me to, like, step in it, I would kill you. <laughs> it's disgusting. This is the most ridiculous overreaction I've ever heard. He really does not like uh, that. I, I mean, it would be a life or death situation. If I stepped in it, I would die, so I would have to kill you to avoid dying. <laughs> If I just asked you to step in it, you'd kill someone. He's like... I would get sepsis. Rounderhouse is like Batman. He has a plan for if he has to kill any of us. Batman did not plan <laughs> to <laughs> funny, kill anyone. Funny joke. I was waiting for Grigori to just, just be pedantic about the part that can obviously be transferred to, yes, I know Batman doesn't kill anybody, but he does have a plan oh, to neutralize I'm, everybody. Yeah, you set him up and he lost it. You were being pedantic, yeah. you lawyer. There's there's one person who has the power Oh, because lawyers me. are pedantic by a definition, I see. Yes. Yes. Oh, you know who else is? Teachers, Mr. History Professor. That's actually what the word is for. Yeah, yeah. Ladies, ladies, you both suck. <laughs> uh, no, we know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we know. Um, anyway... This I one of my favorite lines in this one is when discussing the the uh, entity's mental state. Its mental state is deteriorated as a result of its physical condition. No shit, that's such a good line. <laughs> I mean, because on the one hand, like, and I even wrote in the outline in like this duh, of course sort of way, but then you like think about it and you go, wait a minute, it's conscious of what it is. Yeah, <laughs> that's so fucked. It's really funny and it's so it's fucked. horrifying. There's there's a lot of lines in this that are really funny and both fucked. Like in the Parawatch section, there's like a paragraph that absolutely kills me. Uh, it's like saw like naming off the Chicago spirit like lieutenants. It's like saw teeth was said to have come back to life at least a dozen times. Wheels was often placed at two different places at the same time. Derringer was a wizard, and then it's like Leggy <laughs> is said to be nothing more than a pair of legs capable of entering in a car, and you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> I love that. Leggy is the best. <laughs> oh, God. And I think Storm mentioned it as, oh, it's like idiots at Parawatch fucking shit up. But I like to imagine that Leggy was like a real, real, like, real hard-boiled gangster. Which, like, 20s. perfectly sums up the difference between years and, like, Stormwatch. Stormwatch. Stormbreath's, yes. like, perspective on the GOI. Because like, you have a very fun... Like, the feeling of it is, like, these people are full of shit constantly. They're dangerous, and they're, like, bad people, but they're also, like, constantly... It's very much a movie, like, the the cinematic. (laughs) Like, I can kind of believe in your version of it there would be somebody named Leggy that was just legs. (laughs) Yeah. Um, It's also cool how he always uses the Parawatch stuff. Um, Stormbreath's one of the best people for just interpolating a, a, a... uh, Stormbreath is incredibly talented at weaving like themes of like urban myth, er, yes. urban myths, urban legends, like creepy pasta, that kind of vibe into his stories. I, I have never been able to do that, and I respect it a lot. Yeah, he's really good at that, which isn't a surprise because also has written a bunch of Para watches. Yeah, 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 absolutely. But yeah, that I also is like certainly... the uh, I like the interview in this one because it like it fascinates me like as a notable like interview writer because like. It does the thing you're not traditionally supposed to do, and if you look down, you see that, like, it's basically five paragraphs or five or six paragraphs of this one person talking and talking and monologuing, Mm -hmm. which usually doesn't work for, like, dialogue, because that's boring to read, but, like, the monologue here is filled with such a strong voice, it just works. Yes, if you make the person hypnotic enough. Also, it's like, he, not only is it, like, a strong voice, he's, he's so ridiculously uncooperative (laughs) yeah like in this way where like the doctor has to constantly like okay but listen i'm asking the question this is this is what i'm asking so was it like this or not no it's not like that it's like this and then yeah 
Yeah, that's fun. And the funniest part is, is that he is like half the peppery asshole that I would expect. And then there's half like him going, listen, this is for real. I'm being serious. <laughs> it's great. I love it. Like he just can't help but slip into being a dick. But he is actually being sincere. Um, but yeah, this does fit into that that sort of slice of the Chicago spirit where like night is the real problem behind everything. Um, which I, I, I like your version of it and I also like this because it gives you that I like the idea of like the secret silent partner, you know, one way or the other. Yeah. Um, and I, something about this article that I think really works is like you already brought up. It really relies on the idea of urban legend because the anomaly is certainly the central point, but it isn't. But it kind of it's based off the premise of like remembering urban yeah, legends. And yeah, yeah, and I mean like even so much as like why uh, this this kid was messed up. You know, or like how kind of the basis of it, uh, and and how it's continuing to be, you know, something like even to the point where like when somebody does run into it, it that plays into it. Like even being acknowledgement, you know, of yeah, this is what I mean when I say making it worse. Yeah, this is what I mean when I say Stormbreath. Like doesn't he doesn't just include like elements of urban myths into his articles? He like the theme is urban myths, like yeah. what we remember, what we yeah. don't. It's very good. Yeah, it's really good. And so that's why I'm being like a little bit circumspect about talking about it because I think this is like a really effective article and people should just It's very good. But now we're going to do the fun one. Yay. Hey there, fans of Simply Creative People. We're mostly unsponsored so far, so I figured I would take the time to mention that you can support the show on the show page at anchor.fm slash simplycreativepeople. Or if you're so inclined, you can check out Harry or my Ko-Fi pages at ko-fi.com slash harryblink or slash Gregory Carpin author. Things are crazy tough out there, so if you can't afford any financial support, and trust me, we understand, do us a favor and mention the podcast to someone who might enjoy it, or spread the word online. If we want to bridge the gap between fans and creators, we've got to get the word out to new fans. In many ways, this show is designed to be appealing to new and old fans of SCP alike, as we can all enjoy some discussion about this thing we love, and we can all learn something new. Heaven knows, I learn something new every week. Thanks so much. We love you just for listening. Thanks for the support through all these first few months of the podcast. You're the best. I mean, they're all fun, but... Words of wisdom from the desk of Richard Chappelle. Uh, so I'm just going to read this opening part. So, SCP-46-ARC infamous Chicago spirit leader Richard Chappelle was detained by the Foundation in 1933 after a raid in his estate and placed in containment. Due to Chappelle's increasing age, both his mental and physical wellness rapidly deteriorated during his confinement. In his last few years, he was a shell of his former self, often ranting to himself about topics no one else quite understood or lost in his own memories. What follows is a short collection of some of his more outrageous statements collected by his personal nurses. Now that, Sorry, I, now that you read that out loud, I just kind of realized that I wrote a tale about somebody sundowning. <laughs> you did, That's yes. True. And you're, you're going to have me read part picture, of it. And the picture you included, which is the same one I think you included in the 638. Um, yeah, it's part of it. Is he's, he I've like used so, this photo just, like four times. Because it's amazing. It's so good. It's amazing, yeah. I mean, actually, I wanted to say before we moved on, all the photos in 638. Yeah, none of them are American either, which is extra funny to me. That is funny. Yeah, explain they're, that quickly. They're all like they're all mugshots taken by like 
the I think it's the Sydney Police Department. It's one of the Australian oh, cities. Oh, interesting. And for some inexplicable reason, they just decided to have the criminals come in dressed up and like take like passion mug shots and. <laughs> yeah, some of them have like such a like playfulness to them. Yeah, I, th- these are real mugshots. These are real criminals. I don't know why they like gave them hats and shit, but like go figure. They were bored. <laughs> they were just bored. Uh, all right, so we're just gonna read through these. Yeah, so we'll alternate them. See, and yeah, if you yeah. if you oppose reading one, you get we can just skip one. That's right. Because there will uh, probably be a few here I don't want to say out loud. Fuck if they end up being mine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll just give all the ones that we don't want to say out loud to Rounder because he wrote them so he can yeah. talk and read them. I'm there you also go. the uh, only brown person here, so I get a piss. That's right. Oh, that's true. I mean, although I'm off white, so mm. um, not good enough. I'm Scottish. Nope. I have nothing. I can't. I can't. No, even, you got nothing. I can't yeah, do yeah. anything. <laughs> nope. You were oppressed by the English. Does that help? No. Well, well everyone's oppressed by English the English. English. That doesn't make you special. That's universal. That's yeah. Uh, all right. I'll read this first one. I don't trust no man who drinks water. Fish fucking that stuff. See. I like that you did the the gangster voice. I appreciate that. Of course. <laughs> I guess I'll. Or Harry can go next because I'll go left to right. I don't think children should be heard or seen. Fuck them. No children. <laughs> you know, I saw some kid putting ketchup on his hot dog today. It really pissed me off. I killed him. <laughs> you know who I don't trust? Women. And men are on thin fucking ice! <laughs> Is it still okay to say Oriental? I can't remember. I was sure you were going to pass on that one. I, I was. That's why I did the next I'm one. I'm quoting <laughs> historical dialogue. It's Oh, I, sh- I really should have read this next one, but you go ahead, Ram. You know what? I hate <laughs> clowns. Fuck them and fuck their milk. That, I agree with this. This is a fully unironic statement. Every I will downvote every clown fiction article on the site if you send it to me. I'm voting on content, so you can't get on my ass about that. Lord Zunu's gonna love this one. I went to the soup kitchens the other day because I was a bit peckish and didn't want to buy anything. Saw a lot of Italians there. We sure do live in a society. Harry? Uh, am I after Gregory? I thought you were after Gregory. No, you're after Gregory. No, you're, you're after Gregory. So, Zephyr, no, weasel out of this. See, I'm sundowning, on, I'm sundowning on the sundowning thing. When I was younger, my mother used to put a thermometer in my ass. I rather enjoyed that. Saw a man <laughs> kiss another man the other day. Awful brave of him. <laughs> they say it's a bad idea. But has anyone really tried to put cocaine up their ass? I used to kill rats with a baseball bat. Still do. Just use a cricket bat now. Wider range. <laughs> what the fuck is cricket? One of them Irish sports? See, that line doesn't even make sense in retrospect, because he's Irish. (laughs) That's how fucking mentally deteriorated he is. Yeah. You know those holes in the bottom of barrels? Got my schlong stuck in one of them once. Pass. What? I'm not saying... That's not even that bad. How is that a pass? I mean... This isn't the slang. No, I I know exactly what this means, but it sounds Uh, differently, so I don't want to say it out loud. (laughs) Somebody else can read this one. Okay, you know what? Fuck fairies. I gotta give them. I ought to give them a whack with an iron bat if they don't shut up about being oppressed. That one's for Ralliston. I met a gay <laughs> and it's robot fairies today. Like the cool. fae guys. That one was worth saying. Oh, twice. I get it I now. Met a gay yes, robot. I met a gay. I robot. just got it. I it, it finally, robot. I just, I figured it out now. Good. Wow. Hmm. I might go back and edit that. I met, I met, I met a gay robot today. Cool. <laughs> Gave Chester Williams a skull for his birthday. He didn't seem to like it. Shame. I like that skull. It's my turn again somehow. Okay. That's I met this. I met this. Well, it's because I interrupted to to do the gay robot. 
I met this stupid doctor guy. Somehow we only spoke in lowercase letters. I don't know how that works, but he does. Fuck him anyways. Hookers don't bleed if you freeze them first. <laughs> I remember when I was one of the sea people. Got the gills and everything. That's probably my favorite line in this. <laughs> it just makes no <laughs> fucking sense whatsoever. Like, the other ones are insane, but there's something you can imagine your insane grandpa saying. This one just makes no goddamn sense. Got the gills and everything. <laughs> if you soak the bullets in whiskey, they scream longer. Some dumbass served me thin crust the other day, said real pizza shouldn't have so much marinara. Now he don't have so much marinara in him anymore. I love that one. I love the next one, too. <laughs> this is my favorite. Okay. I went to a threesome one time. Girl never showed up. The mama didn't raise no quitter. Oh, I love that one. <laughs> yeah. I love that one. I love the ongoing subtext in this. Yes, the ongoing <laughs> subtext. Which continues. Yeah. Everybody, everybody always comes to tell me, hey, you see the boners in the paper today? Fine stuff, but buddy, I don't need no paper to check out some boners. <laughs> Why don't homeless people just buy a house? Oh, God. <laughs> hey, I can wipe my own ass. Fuck off. I had a goldfish. He's going to live forever. I know that because he never sinks to the bottom and drowns. <laughs> so I was shooting up heroin behind the spirit. That's it. That's that's the end of the story. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. It's excellent. Uh, you know who I hate? People without eyelids. Granted, I'm usually the reason they don't have eyelids. But still. Why don't orphans just buy a parrot? <laughs> There was a petting zoo yesterday and you didn't tell me? Listen, son, when I was your age, we didn't call a man who didn't who wanted to dress up like a coyote and have sex with another man dressed up like a bear a furry. We didn't call that man anything. That was just poker night. I want to see if you, either of you can guess who wrote that one. Because it wasn't me. Hmm. I, I you both I have know no them. idea. We do. No idea? Hmm. No. Plague? Nope. This is, no, this this is, is 2019. This is, this is way this is before pre-plague. Plague. Oh, right, right, right. Because I remember when you wrote sure. this one. It's Hippo. Yeah, I don't know. Is it Hippo? Oh, hippo really? wrote this? This is such a Hippo line. <laughs> Amazing. Okay. Next one might be one of my favorites as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, look, I'm not gay, but a full set of human teeth is a full set of human teeth. That's also inspired by <laughs> Storm Breath, but I will tell that story later. It actually says adult human teeth. <laughs> you kicked the wrong dick sucker. <laughs> Fuck the disabled. They're goddamn beautiful and horny as hell. Uh, this Okay, this one starts out bad but turns out not to be, so it's okay. <laughs> Saw a black man with a white woman today. The world is truly cruel. Why do the gals get all the good ones? <laughs> do they still do full body bone replacements? My spine itches. They call me Dick Chabelle because the whole congregation comes into worship. See, That chapel. one works well with chapel, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And this is Rounder House. This is weird. Okay, uh, this is amazing. I'm really pleased because my favorite one is the one I get to read. <clears throat> yeah. This this is my might be might be my favorite line you've written. <laughs> I have a lot of competition for I, that I one. I this one's easily this one. top five. <laughs> I tried to pet a cat today. It bit me. Now it lives in the river. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get why people say cognito hazards are so bad. Just look away from the paper. <laughs> hey. Guard, want to start some crack? I think I might be gay. Yeah, the did. end. We read it. We did it. Yeah. A lot <laughs> of this was like arc. a lot of these are not by me. 
Was that one a, that I said was one of my favorites by you, by you? I hope it was. All right, that, those were both by me. The entire gay subtext story was mine. The the cat one was mine. I think, mo like, I saw it 70, like, 50% of these were mine, and the remaining 50% were just shit I, me and my friends, batted around voice chat, and then I slapped down into text. Yeah, has and a real I collected energy. them for a very long time, and then on April Fool's Day, I was like, psych bitches, and then I posted it. It's beautiful. Uh... I really, like, when you first get to why don't homeless people just buy a house, I'm like, ugh, God. And then I always forget that, like, a couple of lines <laughs> The later, other shoe drops. Why don't, why don't orphans buy a, just buy a parent? And then it's, like, <laughs> fucking hilarious. Which is why I lost it this time. Yes. Oh, oh God, it's so, so good. good. It is. This doesn't actually, like, align with my... Uh, spirit head cannon, but it's like a fun, like it's like a non cannon. That's why it's in cat hub instead of like my shit. Oh yeah, it is too. Yeah, it's definitely cac. Oh, what is cat hub? Uh, uh, law foundation, posts. but after law foundation, and it, like good, but like yeah. Oh. Hmm. Anyway, um, let's see. We've got Heartless Detective Agency, which you recommended. This is so uh, good. So why don't you... I mean, first of all, it's it's like noir fantasy fiction. It's like Dresden in Files, but like 80 years before Dresden right. Files. Exactly. I didn't want but yes, absolutely. So who... I mean, I saw that the account was the lead, but who wrote this? Hippo. Oh. It has Hippo big Hippo energy. Account? Yeah, Hippo deleted his account, like... When he first, like, he joined the wiki, he wrote a bunch of stuff, he deleted the account, then he came back, and that's his current account. Oh, oh, I see. Well, talk, yeah, talk about this one. I love this one so much. Like, it's just, like, my, I love the noir fantasy, like, the urban fantasy mixed with the noir, like, detective agency vibes. I fucking love it so much. There's so many lines in this that just kick ass. Like, the, the last line is, like, probably one of my favorite lines in the wiki. Oh, the, the, the whole thing is just one great, crazy, weird yeah, detective mindfuck? Yeah, it's like a riotous ride, and I'm always mad he never finished this series. Which yeah. I yeah, never realized like is how many my... people feel about me. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a lot of unfinished series, to be fair. Yeah, but this is like, there's like this series is so good. Yeah, it's oh, three I, tales I long, and they go specific, so fast. Like, this specific three-article series is done, but the wider, like, tale series it fits into isn't, Dark Side Discography. Yeah. Yeah, but this say, is this like is a, you could read this and you will have a whole narrative for you. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, I, I would recommend <clears throat> reading it. There's it's three tales. They're they're the three tales. They're by Hippo, so you know yeah. they're good. And they're they're absolute just bonkers. Yes. Yeah, I have yet so to good. read something by Hippo that I didn't like. Honestly. There's like yeah. the the scene where he wait. Liked... That's a lie, but I won't say what. <laughs> now I'm curious. Nope. Probably about cannibals. <laughs> anyway, there's a scene. <laughs> nice. Yeah, yes, there's You're a saying? scene where he like he 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 what's it called? He, oh, I don't remember. I don't know exactly I what love he the does. What's it called scene? But he like opens his like third eye or whatever, and he like it describes it as peeling back Chicago's layers, and it's like all fucked up, and like the city is made out of flesh, and there's like a heartbeat in the sky, and it's so awesome. Yeah, there's this concept of there's multiple layers of Chicago overlaid yes, on Chicago where they're so all slightly much. different and he can travel between them in order to not have the problems he's having. And Yes. It's, it's like Inception. But I would Chicago. not be surprised yeah. this actually was entirely like inspired by Justin Files. 
Yeah, me either. Although I will say that it's written much better than Dresden Files. (laughs) I like Dresden Files. I like Dresden Files too, but this is much better. This feels like Raymond Chandler Mm -hmm. writing Wizards, which is everything the Dresden Files wishes it was. Yes. Yeah, um, the titles are all like Raymond Chandler and Dashiell Hammett. Oh yeah, and I don't think he ever like wrote this into the the series itself, but Hippo told me when I asked, I was like, why is his name Heartless? Is that like just a funny pun or does it mean something? And he was like, he doesn't have a heart. And I was like, you know what? I don't know what I expected. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, there's a line in here, inside of her, more of the white worms, smaller pupae, wriggle and twist inside of her guts. So... The fact that this main character doesn't have a heart, I'm not surprised. Yeah, but it wasn't even like it wasn't even like a poetic. He doesn't have a heart. It's like he lost his heart during World War Two, and it's like he literally like he lost it. He can't find it anymore. Which I find hilarious. It's very funny. One time in 1932, I lost my heart. Could never find it. Yeah. <laughs> it's oh god, it's such a good tale. Um. But a lot of times with tales on the show, I kind of just want to point people towards it, give a certain tone to it, and then not summarize it because I respect that. Yeah, you know, you want to it's just like a narrative. You just read it. This one's very short. They're all pretty short, and like you said, it's only three tales. And even though the girl, the wider thing is un- not complete, these three kind of fit together in a really good. To tell you they're excellently. Does that need down the time? 94 without a single downward. That's pretty... Oh, yeah, there's wow. an account deleted down there somewhere. Fuck that guy. Oh, well, account deleted don't count. They're not even human. I, I think should... <laughs> I have the most account deleted downvotes I've ever seen on a single page. Well, is that 6,000? No, it's on rounder page. I have, like, 16 of them. Oh. Downvotes on an author page, man. I mean, yeah, I, don't, I don't... I don't... Why? Yeah, because my author page sucks. That's not like me denigrating it. It sucks by design. It's the goal. Fully yeah. intended to suck. Every downvote I have makes me more powerful. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to move on a little bit or we'll never finish the show. Um, so we're going to move on to Carol 332 or 332, uh, The Snitch Dungeon. Yes. Which is by Observer September. And it was Observer September basically just like, I'm going to make this a GOI format. Yeah, basically. Uh and it's just great because it's like what the spirit does when they want to describe a uh, anomalous thing that they have control of. <laughs> and it just is as simple. It's like the most straight. If you could imagine what a bunch of like semi-literate gangsters would do <laughs> if they were going to do mobster like yes. files of their magic stuff, it would just be like a where, who, who knows how they made it what they use it for and then that's it yeah you have shit like the goc format and it's like kte bellfather motherfucker 16-54 and the carol is like how who what why when done we're done we're out (laughs) and it works really great because it's called the snitch dungeon because that's what they fucking do that's all it is it's a dungeon for some horrible nightmare place that they put snitches into uh and, like, instead of even trying to summarize it, I'm just going to read the last note because I think it's so fucking good. Yes. And it's from Dick Chappelle. A lot of people have been asking about what happens in the snitch dungeons. Frankly, none of you need to know or worry about it as long as you do your job and keep your mouth shut. But I'll indulge your curiosity briefly to keep you motivated. Remember that blind guy in the picture? Imagine if he could see and you couldn't. Now imagine if you trusted that guy to lead you around, help you get to and from your home, the works. Then one day, he decides to push you into traffic for the fun of it. That's what goes on in the dungeons. Betrayal. The snitches know what they did, and they know the lesson they're being taught in there. 
The scream, they scream because as soon as it looks like the nightmare is over, it starts up again. Know this, when you joined this organization, you gave more than just your life to us. You may think death is your ultimate respite when you decide you're finally had enough, and it will be, if we allow it. But if we falter or fail because of you, we can withdraw that privilege. The dungeons are your warning. I suggest you heed them. Oh, fuck me, it's so good. It's so good. I love because- the, I love the like, idea that you don't escape when you die. Like, they own yes. your soul. Yeah. It's so cool. That's a very um, Laundry Files kind yes. of feel to it. Which is a series I fucking love. Yes. Uh, but yeah, I, my favorite part, I think, about this GUI is, opposed to so many of them that have kind of a playful feel. Um, it's dark. It can't... Yeah, it's not only is it dark, but it can't decide how playful it wants to be. Like... The format of this article and the fact that they're just straightforward, like who, what, where, how, is funny. And then this article and this this statement by Chappelle at first starts funny, and then by the end is just, well, that's just fucked up. Yeah, it's just, <laughs> oh no, this is sad. And I just love the shifting tones throughout, you know? I mean, even that one we just read with the funny dialogue, or the funny quotes. Like, there are parts of it that are like, oh... And then there are other parts. <laughs> this is just funny. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> anyway. um, so we've got Zeitgeist by ARD. This is I like to say a lot. This is the one that introduces the Spectre. All right, Chicago so Spectre. You, yeah. You you break it down. I mean, it's just like a like a. It's basically just you move through the eras of the Chicago Spirit, like inspecting them as they mm-hmm. you know go from the twenties to the sixties to the seventies to like the, I guess. I don't know exactly when the Chicago Spectre stuff is set, but I think it's like the 2010s, 2020s. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, they come back and like, I think they start coming back in like the late 90s, early 2000s, and then, yeah, it's kind of set. Yeah, you have like 1929 where it's like the traditional 20s prohibition gangster shit, and then you have a little skip forward to like post-World War II, you're dealing with like Godfather era type stuff. Then you jump forward to 1989, you're gonna have like Goodfellas shit, and then you have this like cyberpunk esque sci fi vibe from the Spectre at the end. And it's all like portrays like the the growing and evolving lowlifes of the Chicago Spirit. Although the Spirit in Chicago Spirit isn't capitalized, which makes me angry. <laughs> I'll give them the benefit of the doubt and assume it's like a play on words or something. Um. Yeah, <clears throat> I, I really do like a lot of articles where they kind of catalog something over a period of time. Um, that's why I liked Harry's, that big two-part uh, significant other one, because it keeps on kind of flashing back and forth. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. this one does a great job of, like, setting up... It's vignettes, like, the basically. It's a series of vignettes. Yeah. Is the... And, and I like the, every single on one of the same. vignettes is nuts, too. Like, the first one opens with the guy shooting a ghost, which is <laughs> awesome. Yes. But I really like how it, each one of them ends on essentially the same line, but with a different year. Yeah. Like, I just, I don't know. I love the first one of this, the first vignette, and it just keeps getting better. It's like two spirits lounge on the central staircase. One of them has no head, so Jack puts two through its chest. Ah, such a good line. <laughs> and is this somehow in the middle of Speed Demon, his series? Because it, it was parented to the Speed Demon hub. Uh, it, at the end, introduces Speed Demon's characters. Rukmini right. and uh, the the Farhan, what's-his-face, and the Inside Man. Right. So this is like a prequel to Speed Demon, I guess. Uh, Which is still not finished, sense. right? <laughs> Pardon? Which is still not finished, right, Speed Demon? Nope! 
He tells me it's finished, like, and he just hasn't posted it. Oh, okay. There's so many goddamn good series that... I mean, shit, finishing stuff is hard, man. Yeah, I know. Yep. I absolutely... Like, I completely I, empathize with it. Me yep. too. Me too. Um, and then we've got the counter to your entire point in the Chicago spirit, which is Black as Night Hunt. I gotta give Stormbreath a shout-out, because he's written way more articles for it than I have for his, like, interpretation of it, which, like, you know, I, I think it's a good interpretation. I just don't vibe with it personally, but it's very good. It's well-written. Oh, yeah. Especially this, in my opinion, honestly, because it's a series that isn't Tales, but instead, each one of them is a different GOI format. Yes. yes, yes, yes. Uh, and, it, and this is all about the Mr. Knight character, kind of well, starting early on. I guess Spirit Story is a tale. Which one? Spirit Stories. Oh, yeah. Yeah, one of them's a tale. Uh, but uh, this kind of, like, covers his, like, different... In different aspects of the character through different periods. But then also, the fun part is this is almost always through other people's eyes. So much like Dick Chappelle, we're not really seeing, you know, a first-hand account in most of these situations. Even though sometimes, you know, you might hear quotes from this person. Mm-hmm. Which yeah, is good. Like, I mean, it's really an effective way to make a character kind of seem larger than life. Don't ever really break anything down for them. <laughs> the one I like the best is actually the Marshall Carter in dark format, which is unusual because I normally... I know. Uh, they, always a- start, they always start at a handicap with me because I hate the look of the Marshall Carter in dark format. I fucking hate really? it. It's so ugly. Like, it's, the, it, the colors and awful. the formatting, it's just like... <laughs> um, but, but it's... It's a really good connection. I think the, the favorite, favorite one here, and for me, is the GOC format, which is very out yeah. of character for me too, because I hate GOC formats. I do not like them at all. I think they're like they take the worst elements of the SCP format and just spin them out into their own thing. That's just bad and not fun to read. But Disco <laughs> Father is super fun. It's like a great ride, top to fit, like top to bottom. Just exciting, edge of your seat feels like engaged and there's so much world building at play i love it yeah these I are mean, all really honestly, good they're all good the fucking yes they're all good. even the even the factory one and i the factory format is fucking terrible the factory <laughs> format garbage, is so outdated garbage. and requires replacement so badly and the factory's a shitty ui too so whatever hey i like the factory <laughs> well you're wrong anyway <laughs> i have two articles that feature the factory and they're both over 200 so you can suck my 400 nuts well we all know that rating involves yes that's correct quality yes uh nope let's 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 talk about some of the highest rated things on the wiki oh wait absolutely not <laughs> <laughs> we'll extend this podcast at three hours no I'm, I'm just kidding i'm not gonna shit talk anything um but i but I, I do really think yeah but i'll just cut it out but uh I do really like the fact that this is like. It also helps that all Disco these Father different uses perspectives. The superior GOC thing. Mine. Oh, you, your Mine. Theme, your GOC thing. Yes. No, but I mean, I really like respect this sort of project. I mean, I actually don't. I like. Know that I, I could have like done restrained it. writing, and I, I respect yeah. restrained writing because it's like, uh, no offense, but like most GOI formats on the site suck. They're not good. But, like, being able to tell a long-scale narrative through only using these is pretty impressive. I think that's a really shitty thing to say. Shut up. <laughs> I'm <laughs> not going to say it. Let me, Shut let, up! Let me rephrase. I don't think most of the articles are bad. I think most of the formats, the ways they're oh. laid out, are bad. Yes, I agree. Yes, most of them are They're generally <laughs> just, like, SCP light. Okay, cool. I was like, that's a really dick thing to say. I like GUI formats. I think they're neat pieces of writing hampered by a bad... Capital no, F I format. agree. I agree. Actually, a lot of the formats are really rough. I mean, 
they're just not that yeah the best appealing. ones are and just like tails and it's like i could have just could have been a tail <clears throat> yeah i think yeah. i think we all kind of realize that out of all the possible GOI formats, the only one that will get you as much attention as an SCP is the Wilson's Wildlife one. Right. The rest of them, <laughs> yeah, are, everyone figure that out. Totally yeah. screwed. Otherwise, but Wilson's always get red because they're animals and because it looks nice. Yeah, and they're uh, usually good. I, I always like the UIU ones, though. So the UIU, UIU ones, ones are, are okay. I mean, it's just tabs, but I have the no third strong opinions on the good. UIU formats. All right, so um, let's see how 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 fucking long have we been going on this fucking chaos? An hour, right, hour and a half. half. All right, great. So let's do a lightning round. We're into the oh, lightning oh. round. Oh, Don Cavatelli. Oh, Don Cavatelli. That's right. Meatball uh, man. SCP five six nine seven, which is by our friend Jay Dune, and it is yet another fucking absolutely hilarious thing by Jay Dune, and I don't even really want to talk about it. I think people just need to go fucking read about the Meatball Man. Go yes. see the amazing, the amazingly well photoshopped Meatball Man. Which Harry made. Oh, what does that mean? Oh, that's why I like oh, it so much. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, um, it's, a, it's a great little bit. It's a story about um, a small business owner, about uh, a <laughs> restaurateur as, as like a profession. It's about people who can change the way their lives are going. It's about helping others. It's about a sentient meatball in a suit. <laughs> oh, God. Those are all works, accurate. Yeah. Those are 100% accurate, all those things you just said. Yeah. Read J. Uh, <clears throat> and then we have SCP-4256, which is by Ip and Nico, and this was part two of their CollabCon entry. This um, one's fun. I, I like just, this one. It's really good, but I also just thought it was funny because for the last couple episodes we didn't mention Ip, and we had for like five episodes in a row. <laughs> yeah, I read the uh, I read the, 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 the other, what's it called, the other offset of this originally, and I didn't realize it was like an offset article. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, what the fuck? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I, like, I like it. I like it bigly. It's very fun. And then, Randy, you suggested two six eight zero. So, once you, uh, what, what do you like about this? Yeah, one Gregory article, totally like, didn't read it, this it, one. It, like it, it dates the article to a specific time very excellently, which I think is impressive. Not just in the fact that it has like the tabs with the growth of the article over this like decades, but like mm-hmm. the whole thing of it. It's like prohibition, and you have like the implications that the foundation uh pushed for prohibition to become a thing uh like the line i forget that yeah i found it all foundation personnel are encouraged to abstain from alcohol consumption and join uh and the anti-saloon league uh which are currently receiving discrete funding and it's like well it is rumored that the united states government will officially outlaw alcohol and it's like it, 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 you you get a distinct sense for when this was written in universe when you're reading it mm-hmm. which i think is impressive in a way a lot not a lot of articles managed to accomplish very well. Yeah, this is a really horrible, like, disgusting, really putrid and awful thing that's happening. And then Prohibition accidentally partially solves the problem for yeah. a while. And yeah. they actually start helping the Chicago spirit do bootlegging because they can bootleg cures for the thing. It's yeah. very clever. Yeah, it's a very it, it's clever. It helps show why they grow during Prohibition. They grow because the Foundation helps them because they need their help. Yes, Great. it's to be a fair, very... Almost every... Every, almost every organized crime organization did very, very well during the oh, yeah. during the prohibition, and I just did it again. Organized crime organization, God damn it! <laughs> nice. There's also there's also lots of really horrible, gross cannibalism shit in this one. So I'm assuming Gregory didn't read it very closely <laughs> if he read it, which is why I was like Rounder, talk. About yeah, it. I looked nice. at the outline and it says Rounder. Do you want to talk about this one? And That's I thought right. I know why nice it says safe. that. <laughs> <laughs> yep. It's really, uh, really, really vile, and it's very yeah, well Yeah, no, done. no, I started reading it, and it's I went, badass. Nope. 
Gross. Uh, really well done, gross. Yes. Anyway, uh, SCP-3138, which is also by the Great Hippo, which is also kind of gross, but in a totally different way. And I'm just going to read a little bit of it. SCP-3138 is a phenomenon involving the insertion of human corpses into the printed work of public fiction. The work must convey a narrative capable of recognizably describing the presence of a human corpse. I love the photo in this one. Oh, the photo's great. The hippo is just bog bodies. If you spend any gross. amount of time around Hippo, he will eventually talk to you about bog bodies. <laughs> <laughs> Hippo's just a weird fucking guy. And, like, I say this with all the love in the world. I love you, Hippo. You're a great dude. You're a weird fucking guy. Uh, yes, well. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I've talked to him on Twitter a bunch, but I didn't realize he's Hippo's a awesome, guy. dude. Hippo's an awesome <laughs> dude. Incredibly talented writer, obviously, and just, honestly. like, a super knowledgeable, intelligent human being and also a total freak, which I love. <laughs> well, writing he is. SCP. I mean, to be fair, we can all just assume that we're either... Yeah, like, but this dude, like, there, there are people who write for the SCP Wiki, and that's one thing. There are people who delve into abandoned basements to take videos for their SCP article, and that's Hippo. Yeah, I was going to say, this is this dovetails nicely with the, like, fascination with corpses and piles where they should not be. Because, again, <laughs> yeah. we're talking, we're both talking about there is no Site 5 here, which is a great hit. Oh, oh, no, I was talking about his Para Watch. Uh, I forget what it's called. <laughs> He's got multiple articles with videos of exploring horrible places. Yep. Yeah, and oh, they're, God. like, the there same is no place. Site 5 is, there is no Site 5 is fucking There is no Site 5 incredible. is very so creepy, but his Para Watch, I forget what it's called, but it, like... It's, like, framed as, like, somebody in the woods, like, exploring tunnels beneath their workplace. Oh, yeah. Which is, like, the real thing that happened to him in real yes, life. Mm-hmm. So it's not even, like, a horror story. It's just, like, a thing that happened to him. People's oh, so God. good at Parawatch as well, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I, I really like this one because it's, like, it plays both with Hippo's, like, great body horror skills and with his Pat excellent physics. metaphysics, metaphysics, metacommentary skills. It, it, yep. it dovetails excellently. I love the idea of the Chicago spirit using literature as a place to to hide bodies. Yes, <laughs> yeah, clever. and somebody even put that in the comments. But they were getting creative with corpse disposal. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I uh, there's a there's a line at the end that implicates some terrible things about Chappelle. Very, very, yep. yeah. yeah, there's there is a really gross, horrible one at the end there. Yeah, uh-huh. gangsters. Yep, gangsters. Ugh, can't live with them. Can't live with them. This doesn't fit with my gay Chappelle head canon, but mm-hmm. I'll accept it. Uh, and then finally before we get into some emails there's hair 23 which is the cheshire cat which is oh i remember writing this (laughs) (laughs) all right it's been it's been a long hundred articles okay fair enough uh a hair we we came up with that from what's called from the last the the other Carol. format, the one that what's it called Carol. Observer September came up with was called a Carol, yes, which was right. reference to Lewis Carroll. If you check the footnote for it, and we just kind of extrapolated that. We were like, okay, we're just gonna say that they name all their shit after like Alice in Wonderland crap. So we have the Cheshire Cat, obviously, and then also the hair, you know, white hair. Yep. Not a very creative thing, come to think of it, but I liked it. I it mean, was fun. to be fair, the funnest part about both of these articles. Um, and I'm not sure if there's many other of these GUIs, but I would like to play around with it a little bit. But um, is how straightforward they all are. Yeah, you know, and there's like who, they're, what, they're, why, when. <laughs> I think one of the reasons someone commented on this article with the downvote was like, this is really stupid because like the article has a bunch of like nicknames for other GUIs, and they're like, this is stupid. Why would they call them that? And I was like, yeah, it is stupid. I have no response to that whatsoever. 
They're good. They're good, though. You called the foundation the, the cheesers, for Christ's sake. It's funny as hell. Yeah. Um, I also I mean, like the Lewis Carroll stuff because I can imagine you having some scene with uh, Chappelle where he's just like, yeah, I don't know. I, I read that book once. I was it's the only book I ever st- read. I was Yeah, it's the only book I ever read. I was stuck in a library preparing to mug some fucking egghead, and I just picked that off the shelf. And it, it's like a, a gangster who has this one bit of uh, intellectualism, and he's just going to keep using it because it's the only one he's got. Yeah. <laughs> Which makes him more of a movie character, honestly. Yes. yes. With like... Or like anime or something like a very like tropey character who has this one. He just yes, like a Tarantino likes this character. One, he would, yes, exactly. He likes this one opera so much. You wouldn't expect it of this kind of guy, but he's Red Lewis Carroll. This was a this was a series. Me and Nico started but never finished. Unfortunate, which you can see the coming soon thing at the <laughs> article that was last edited two hundred and seventeen days ago. So many SCP articles end in that terrifying stinger of coming soon, and then you scroll down and see that it's, like, 2018. Yeah. <laughs> the spookiest ending of all SCP stuff. I know. And, you know, this it's is a good article, writing on the internet. Yes. All right. Uh, yes. So let's, let's go ahead and read some emails and get the fuck out of here. All right. Uh, all right, so I'm going to read one that just came in, uh, and then we'll switch to the ones that I already submitted for you guys. Uh, okay, you so guys <clears throat> yep, we're prepared. Crookat <clears throat> here. I don't really have much to say about this. The fact that I'm curious about what you all talk about. I've never been too interested slash curious in the Chicago spirit. And then in parentheses, he goes, fuck you, Rounder House. It was really rude. Suck my dick. <laughs> no, this one isn't even in the outline. It's just like no, two, this, I'm just did, making it up. You didn't we, want him to uh, see the fuck you, Rounder House ahead of time. I'm sorry, Crookat. I didn't mean it. Yeah, I made it. You don't have to suck sorry. my dick. Uh... <laughs> With the only articles I've read that stood out to me were the Blackest Night series. And then he said, fuck you again. It was crazy. <laughs> oh, my God. Unbelievable. <laughs> and the excellent Give me his SCP email address now. <laughs> no. Beef. I'm hoping this episode will open my eyes and push me to look deeper into this GOI. Sorry we ruined your fucking email by joking. Uh, anyway, uh, Harry, why don't you read this one from Randy? Sure. Hi, Hello. Randy. Hello. How are you? Oh, is that I'm a fine. Do you guys, yeah, it's actually Hi, right there. Randy. We're cool. Or I'm pretty good. Yeah, There's three of us though. And one, oh, there we go. All three we all of us suck. are okay. We're terrible. I'm going to jump right to the point and say that Chicago Spirit is something that I always wanted to explore, but ended up procrastinating every single time I saw the tab open on my phone. Thank you for breaking this spell of procrastination. I am finally free. None of us are the question. Randy. You should know this by now. Never I love free, Randy. Yes, Randy's great. I'll follow you on Twitter. Your art is great. And now the question. What is the worst writer's block you've ever had? The one I'm having right now. And yeah, that's I was about to say, same shit. <laughs> that's the answer perpetually. Yeah. You're a fucking liar. You don't have writer's block right now. You've been writing thousands of words. You just haven't shown anybody. Yeah, but uh, it's still a perpetual haze of just days of, like, I got nothing. That's not true, actually. The worst writer's block I've ever had was, like, the one up until two or three weeks ago where i like i straight up did not write or post anything for four months on the four or five months on the wiki and then i was like i'm just sick of this shit and then i disappeared for a week and just posted a bunch of crap (laughs) yeah that's usually how i get out of it is i just find something unrelated to the stuff that i think i want to do and i just fart that one i just like dug into my archives and i was like hey this shit looks mildly postable slap it on (laughs) (laughs) half the time it's stuff that everybody else has told him is excellent he just won't post yeah pretty much because he doesn't actually trust our tastes. Yeah, pretty much. I was right about the fucking anglerfish, wasn't I? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I, I'm still like really surprised that article did as well as it was so good. I like it was I so it was good. good. I didn't think it was like two hundred. What number was it? What number uh, was 68, it? Sixty-eight, nineteen. Really good article. Read that one. Short. It's great. You got a Volgan reading, which I wasn't expecting. Oh, nice, nice. I had a pretty bad writer's block last year, but it didn't last that long. But it felt like it lasted forever. But the worst one I had was after I took the bar in like February 2020 because my brain was like, "Yeah, that's that's a pretty good reason as far as they yeah. go." I mean, that's and then reason. the pandemic started, and then all that civil unrest happened in the demonstrations and the horrible police brutality. But you know, yeah. and it just was like three or four months of like. I didn't even want to, and I had only done two articles at the time, and I couldn't wait to be done with the bar so I could come back and write another article because I wanted to do another that's, page. That's excellent. I love that. Couldn't wait to be a lawyer so you could write for the SCP Wiki. Well, I wasn't a lawyer <laughs> right away, obviously. Uh, but uh, after you take the bar, you have to wait like five months to find really? it. Really? Yep. Um, Damn. But, yep. This is not um, good for future renders. That's evil. Everything about law school is like fucking meant to like kind of torture you a little bit. Yeah, and all lawyers would admit to that. Like, it's not. I'm not. That's not a hot take. Yeah, <laughs> everything but, in higher uh, ed- everything in higher education is like. Well, it used to make everybody miserable, and they want to make absolutely yep. sure it makes you miserable too. Uh-huh. Yep, yep. It's like the same. Like we went through this, so you should go cycle this. of violence. Uh, I and, and like took months. It took like months to get over it, and then finally, I just like forced myself to like. I can't remember how I did it, but like I just came back yeah. and then I wrote my that experience, cult one. In my experience, just the only way to get through writer's block is just to sh- shut yep. up, vert, like psychologically punch yourself in the mouth and just write. Honestly, yep. yeah. I mean, that sounds like we're just being like, yeah, like the key. Obvious, you actually but it's like, have it to like sit there yeah, you need and to like shut sit up. in front of the screen yeah. and tur- <laughs> stop watching YouTube. Maybe turn on some music. That's fine. But stop watching stuff that's going to make you fucking distracted and actually just fucking focus which is hard hit the keys. I'm, not, I'm not gonna pretend like some people don't have significant problems doing that i'm not trying to make light of that but if you want to write you just gotta have to fucking sit down and do it and it yep. and it sucks but put um, one finger ahead of the other yeah i'm in a i'm in a weird spot because like my adhd meds like what they do is they decrease motivation but like this is like a noted sure. thing so like i take them and i don't want to write and then i don't take them and i want to write but i get distracted by like Anything sure. from loud noises to like a bird outside my window. <laughs> yep. So it's kind of like I just have to hit the middle and then just go straight down the middle until I can get to the to, to the finish line. That's fair. I mean, honestly, it's why I got so into writing victim stuff because I didn't really have to plan them out. Fair. Um, they're just kind of word vomit. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why anybody likes them. I, I just like find something that annoys the shit out of me and then I find mm, a way to make a funny vomit. slash fucked up thing about it to talk about it and somehow relate it to media <laughs> there's the secret well i mean the, the the reason that helps you with the writer's block is you don't have to have like anything pre-built up in your head you don't have to connect it to stuff yep. you're already doing you can just make it happen that also makes it easier for some people to read it because they don't have to have read everything else <laughs> yep it's the yep, same absolutely. deal um reader's block yeah <laughs> uh and then we've got one from gizma uh hey rounder why don't you read this one Greetings from Gizmo. Hello, Gizmo. Uh, ooh, the Chicago Spirit. Now that's a neat one. I'm not a big fan of the. I'm not a big fan of it the way I am with other GOIs, as in I'm not cheering for it or liking the characters in it. But I really like what they are. Okay. Their existence makes sense. During the prohibition, the government outlawed alcohol distribution, so you had people profiting from illegal sales. Well, in the SCP world, the Foundation and others are basically outlawing anything anomalous. So of course, there are people profiting hmm. from paracrime, and boy, are the CS good at crime. Yes. 
Good at crime. I like how they're... Alright, that's on my... That's gonna be my epigraph when I die. <laughs> Good at crime. Yes. I like how they're kind of grounded in reality. It makes what they do scarier, more messed up. Especially Chappelle. He's not some extra-dimensional nightmare, but a real human who is actively working to be one of the most feared and respected gangsters out there, and it's scary. I love it. I like how they're kind of tropey sometimes. Like heists with twists or interviews with very typical gangster dialogue. Yeah, baby! It's tropey in a good way. There's a reason why gangster movies worked and still work. I like how it's right. old-timey and haven't figured out how all the anomalous stuff works yet, so there's stuff like an ex-gangster whose head is a meatball teleporting prisoners to his place to, his place to have a nice chat. So overall, I think they're great. Not good role models, though. <laughs> yeah, I would, I would be concerned if someone was role modeling this after Chappelle. Anyone except me, though. <clears throat> yep. All right, so I'm going to read this next one from Quarry. On the current topic, Chicago Spirit is quite high on my list of favorite GOIs. Even if I haven't read that much about it, I always liked organized crime fiction, so I'm quite excited for this episode. Today, I have several questions, some of which should have been part of previous episodes. Uh, any recommendations for people who want to start reading the Wanderer's Library? Considering that Rounder is supposed to be in this episode, this ended up being a good coincidence. Round yeah, any recommendations for the Wanderer's Library? Yes, uh, honestly, like, we have a recommended reading list. That's what I would point most people to without knowing their specific tastes or anything. Uh, it, it's like a nice, solid list of, like, five to ten articles that have a very clear view of, like, old site stuff, new site stuff, and etc. But in my personal opinion, what I usually recommend to, like, get people to join the site is a tale by Gafsey called uh, The Last Will and Testament of Lyle Allen Burnley oh, Incorporated. Oh, God, yes. We so talked good. about that on the... Uh, or not Incorporated. Why the hell did I say Incorporated? I meant heresiographer. <laughs> incorporated. That, did we talk about that during the UIU episode of the Geos? I brought it up extemporaneously on one of them. I can't remember which, but just, it was the first thing pretty... that I read on the on the WL because Rounder sent me to read it, and it is just incredible. Oh, it's because... Yeah, I was um, doing a thing where I would send, like... Harry and like a couple other people recommendations every day. I should yeah. do that again. <laughs> Didn't we have to read his uh, his um, mm -hmm. art exchange piece about Burnley that he wrote? Mm -hmm. Wasn't that in one that. of the GOIs that we did? It was what GOIs were was, was that involved Gaffsy, with? But I'm not sure which. It doesn't have a GOI tie-in, so that's kind of weird. I'm sure that's the one we did. I'm sure that's why we I did. brought it up. It was the one during the French the occupation of Vietnam. Yeah, that why was that was, we... that was that was tough. Those. Yeah, it was tough to for like four Gafsy. Oh, I got confused. I thought you were talking about my exchange oh. for Gafsy because it also okay, had that's what it was. In it. That, that's what it was. That was the that was the stream of consciousness. We were doing the Tufto one, and then I mentioned Rounder House's one that was also right. crazy because they oh. were both crazy requests for art exchange from Gafsy. I like them. I think. I mean, I think it's fun. It's like yeah, you get like a bunch of articles or requests on art exchange that are like draw something with my characters or write something with my favorite GUI, mm -hmm. and that's fun and all. And I really respect and Gafsy that. goes you... challenge mode. Yeah, it is fun. Yes. I hope I get one of them one of these. Um, next question. Okay. I don't even know how to fucking say this. Uh, uh, favorite Salatiomorpha? Sal is, is that a shark? Is that a shark? I don't know. I'm, guess, I'm guessing it's something that's been turned into a shark? Uh, no, it's literally just a shark. Oh, it's really just a shark? It's favorite shark. It's a clade for sharks. Uh, oh, nice. Uh, uh, Jaws 2. Hammerhead. Uh, I'm a goblin shark enjoyer. Jaws 2. He's got a scar. He's real scary looking. He's got a big scar because an outboard motor exploded in his face. Isn't it a her? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I'm pretty sure Jaws. I'm pretty sure Jaws is a Jaws is a girl shark. It's probably they're probably larger, so that's probably part of it. Um, next question: Do you use music while writing? If so, what kind of music do you use, and do you consider it helps on the process? Uh. 
I always use music while writing. Generally, I find it very difficult to focus. I I use music while doing anything. I find it very difficult to focus without music because that's just the kind of person I am. That's just the way my brain works. When I'm writing stuff, usually I just turn on one song and I set it on repeat and I listen to that song constantly for like I an hour. I do that too. <laughs> I do that too. Because then I can just forget about the lyrics and it's just like sounds that my brain is filtering out. <clears throat> I also use music to get myself into Although if I'm writing something like specific, like with a very specific vibe or something, then I will use a, a playlist on YouTube that has music of that vibe. For example, I like, I, I wrote Omni-Rom while listening. Sorry. I'm sorry. I talk too much. <laughs> no, you don't. Continue. We'll finish you, the sentence. Yeah. How I, did, when you were reading a, writing Omni-Rom. I, I listened to... There's this one person on YouTube, Cryo Chamber, who does, like, vibe playlists of, like, oh, certain... Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, I listened... He had one for, like, Abandoned Cities or whatever, and I listened oh, to that shit, cool. like... I must have set that thing on loop and listened to it 50, 60 times in the course of the writing that article. That worked. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's a hell of an art. Go ahead, um, Grigori. It's your turn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sorry. So I, I did, no, it's fine. Sorry, Grigori. Um, you're the guest. I want you to say your things. Um, but I do listen to music, but I can't really listen to music with lyrics. Um, not that I can't, but like I don't like doing that if I'm trying to focus on words. Um, yeah, yeah, I can respect that. And so I use, a, I listen to a lot of instrumental stuff, but I don't listen to like fucking like classical music because I fucking hate it. <laughs> so I listen to a lot of uh, video game soundtracks and a lot of like Glitch Mob or, uh, you know, Dance of the Dead, stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, like, I think I have listened to the Bloodborne soundtrack like 500 times. <laughs> Even when I'm not writing something that's like thematic with Bloodborne, it just like gets me in that place and like i kind of like blink and all of a sudden i have two thousand words and the playlist is over and it's like oh what happened <laughs> oh god it's almost midnight i uh, yeah we're almost done at least yep. <laughs> yeah yeah I'll, I'll just quickly say i always listen to music with lyrics and i usually play it on loop the way rounder house does or sometimes play whole albums on loop but usually something with a bit of verve and pep to it to get me excited about what i'm writing usually mother mother actually is the band that i'm listening to when i'm writing uh-huh. Respecting the repping your country. Yes. yes, and also it's it's not ancient like most of the stuff I listen good. to. Yes, I'm not familiar. They're good. Uh, to look them up. So should I read the last email? Uh, well, we oh, we still got questions. questions. We still got we? like a billion questions. Okay, yeah, sorry. Yeah. So, what's your favorite? I don't know why there's a slash there. What's your favorite? Your head what is your favorite slash your head canon interpretation in, of magic? Yeah, that makes sense. Anyway, um, you know, on the wiki uh, in the SCP universe. Um, my own, which I haven't talked about yet. <laughs> same, 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 same. Partially my own, but I really love Third Laws because it's so grounded. Third Laws is a very excellent magic Incredible. Of yes. course. Yeah, absolutely. It's fucking fantastic. Uh, so, sorry that was kind of a cop-out, but too bad. I'm I, 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 do like, like, I do like magic interpretations that are, like, I, it sounds stupid, but magical. Like, they, they, they feel exotic and foreign and, like, a little confusing and not entirely logical. But, like, they, they, they have an internal logic. Like, I'm thinking of, like, I don't know if either of you have watched Legion, the show on FX, but uh, it's an X-Men show. It's about, you know, the superhero Legion. and like Oh, yeah, yeah. It like the whole thing it has it has like fights between like uh, psychics and stuff, but it's never like a, a a fight between like 
people. It's always portrayed in like a very interesting way. Like sometimes it's them singing or having like a breakdance rap battle in their heads. It's like this really cool and like very creative interpretation of it. That's cool. And so this last question really doesn't work because out of three, which one is sexiest? But uh, it's Harry. Uh, hmm. No, it's me. It's Harry. Hmm. It's you, the reader. It's it's either Gregory or Harry or, or, or Gregory or Roundhouse. <laughs> <laughs> It's 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 one of the, the. I've actually seen the other two, and I can say that it's definitely one of them, not me. I've seen Harry. You yeah. have not. Yes, I have. I hope Show you have. Picture. It's on the Wikipedia yeah. page for Bigfoot. <laughs> oh my god! Wow. So much lead up to such a bad joke. It was a good joke. No. No, it was a bad joke. It's funny. But it was, it was like. But the was execution like a Harry was good. Joke. It was a Harry Blank joke. And then I just, there's a note here about, oh no, the rest of the email got shredded. Too bad. Anyway, uh, somebody read the last email. I'll Harry, do you it. love saying this name. I'll do it because I love saying Real Surreal Sir, which is my favorite name. Like Real Surreal Sir. That, that, that's, that's just, mm. I hope you send an email every week just so I can say your name. Okay, you don't need to get off on it. Real Surreal Sir. Uh, hey, thanks for explaining the actual context and whimsical premise, which function as one, behind the SPC. It seems a lot less baffling and worth checking out now, to me personally at least. Yay. Honestly, for the second time in a row, I have a question more around GOIs in general than the specific one involved here, which I'm not... which GOIs in general, rather than the specific one involved here, which I'm honestly not even your I know enough about to have even a specific question, lol. I shouldn't have just read... I shouldn't have no. said your. Yeah, you should have read it before. I, I should have said. I should have said sure because that's what he meant, and I'm just being a dick, and that's not nice. After I've been so nice about his name, um, got to bounce it up. As a newer author who hypothetically might have an idea for a new GOI to start writing slash working on, ooh, exciting! Would there be any general tips y'all experienced GOI formulators slash workers on might have for going about such a theoretical task? I'm leaving the floor to Gregory for this one because I don't really have any salient advice on this topic. Yeah, I do, actually. Um, you need to make sure that you write about them in articles where that is not the purpose. So you can't write an article for the express purpose of creating a GOI. Right. That's the that's reason... a good that's a good like general thing for canons and stuff. Like don't write yep. with the intention of creating a canon. Just you like won't... write whatever no. makes you happy. Yeah, and well, that's not even where I'm going with this. Because it'll be clear that's why you're writing. Also that, it comes off as yeah. ham-fisted and awkward and you're trying to right. show off your cool OC in the SCP format. And it's like, just write about stuff that's interesting and if it's cool, people will pick it up. What you want to do is you want to have, like, in the back of your head some vague, you know, or maybe not vague, but, you know, kind of a list of aspects of the GOI. And then as you're writing an article about maybe something else, you can start slipping in things. Just the way that Pepper's Ghost did it about... Chicago Spirit, where yeah. it's just mentioned a few times. I mean, the first victim article wasn't even a fucking victim article. Uh, you know, I mean, it was, but like, I didn't even know what it was yet. I just knew I wanted to do something about weird media. Um, you've got, if you're, if you're focused on trying to create something big with one tiny article, it's going to seem like this article is just a stepping stone. And then that article will not be as good as if that article was meant to stand on its own. Now, right. Obviously, the SCP wiki is all about, you know, flash fiction and individual articles. But, like, we, all three of us, have done lots of things that are continuing narratives. But the idea, in my opinion, is to honestly set about 
doing an article that not only stands on its own, but, like, has the legs to, like, give you the basis for something else. But there's that yeah. difference between if it's the only purpose. If it's the only purpose to create this GOI or this canon, then not only will it seem, you know, ham-fisted, but also it's going to feel like you're rushing through something that you could have yeah. stopped and, like, talked about. And yeah. then what you're telling the reader is, I didn't really care enough about this idea to talk about it in, like, a legitimate way. Right. Uh, and so if you feel like when you're writing it that you're trying to rush through it, the reader is going to be less invested Right. So. You, you, the the main thing is the first time they see your new GOI, they should want to know more. If if they exactly. want to know less, it means you try to you go too it. fast and yeah. stick if it all you, in there. If you are doing an SCP or a tail or whatever, it should probably be an SCP. Um, <laughs> you just need to like drop their name and like the teensiest amount of details. Do not go in an exposition dump about your new GOI. No, no be cares. intriguing. No be offense. intriguing. But you are a brand new author with a brand new GOI. It's not that it isn't You're worth our time. You're battle, buddy. Yeah. Most people are going to say, including myself, who wants to give everyone a, a really good shot, my first thought is going to be like, ugh, overreaching. Yeah. I never understood, like, I never, I, like, I relate to it, obviously, because I wanted to start a GOI when I first joined the site, too. But, like, I never understood, like, what drives that to be a thing? Like, everyone, whenever they join the site, they want to, like, create a GOI, create a canon, create a something, something. Like I, I no, guess maybe I it's like I didn't want to do any of that shit when I started. It I don't know. Maybe it's just later. maybe, maybe it's did. just some people. But I guess for a lot of people, it's like wanting to create something that like I guess big that lasts on the wiki, something very notable, something other people will contribute to in the future. Yeah, yeah. I mean, absolutely, which makes sense. Um, I, I will say that like I think the reason that victim has worked and gotten people interested is because like I waited until I had something that I really felt like would work yeah. and that I had other people that said they wanted to contribute from the moment I talked to them about it. Yeah, getting other people uh, is also a big deal. Having other people to. who are actually Like it's not even like a piece of advice. You absolutely have to. So the way you're going to hook people in is you're going to write something that is intriguing. And if you want to be intriguing, you can't just give a dossier. Simply write good. <laughs> Yes, but uh, I have like, faith in real sir, real sir that they can simply write good because they do. believe yes. I believe in you, random citizen. <laughs> They're but not yeah, random to me. Know, I believe be, in them specifically. Like, be more circumspect in the details you provide the first mm -hmm. time you mention it to you. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah, they just need to be something you kind of mention offhand, and people go like Harry just said. People will need to walk away from it going like, "Wait, what, what's their deal?" Yeah, focus on, on the story that you're telling or the anomaly you're describing or whatever, and it can be created by these people or involve these people, or they can be the characters that are in it, but don't yeah. give them a giant lore dump on everything about it, because then there's no there's no desire to learn more, because we feel like we've I heard mean, it all already. Here's a good example. You Almost certainly anyone who wants to write for the wiki has read some science fiction or read some fantasy or whatever. There's the science fiction or the fantasy that pauses the narrative to give a history lesson, and some of those work because they're classics, but most of the time you see a modern work that's doing that, it feels like some GM from a D&D &D campaign and just decided to write their shit down. Right. It doesn't work most of the time. Yeah. I mean, I, I think sometimes, like, I'm a sucker for that kind of shit, generally speaking. Like, I know, like, as a very like, personal example, Sludge does that in his book, and it's fucking amazing. Well, it works yeah, so well. You have to Sludge be great is a fucking to be genius. To... I'm sorry, yeah. like I haven't read the book yet, but I've read other stuff by Sludge, and I have no doubt that he yes. like blew yeah, it out of the water. It works so yes. well, but like <laughs> nine times out of ten for other stuff, it does not work. Which is why yes. you have like the 
the cliche trope of like sci like sci-fi authors like mentioning like the boogie machine and then they don't explain what the boogie machine is for like 70 other pages yes um, yeah because you, you want to like you want to leave there's people a on fine basically. yeah there's a fine balance you want to like create that like trail for them yeah. for someone to be like wait 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 what was that i'm super interested and then like, people will remember will be more interested to, into learning if you have like yeah. a really, really, really good, engaging, interesting voice and style, you can pull off lore yes. dumps. And that's what you're talking about with Sledge, who is cadaver commander on the wiki. And you're talking about his book, Featherlight, which is just... Oh, yes. Yes. It's the Featherlight transmission. Buy it on Amazon. Read it. It's good. Yeah. I think he just renamed it to just Featherlight a little while ago. Did Got he? a new cover for it. And it looks it looks splendid. And it, I like it, the new title better. The book, it, the book is so well written and so much fun that he could just yes. tell you the story of, of this guy's apartment and you would love it. Buy it, it on Amazon now. <laughs> it's such a good book. Yes. Um, but but yeah, if, if if you're just starting out writing or you're you're ex- experienced but not totally experienced, you can't expect to just dump a whole bunch of information and have it be interesting. Um, mm-hmm. If you've got a great voice and you are able to make every sentence interesting, it's another question entirely. It's an, a piece of advice I've given a lot of people over the last couple of years. You can't rush this. Yes. You can't hurry love. That it's, you, you just you have can, to wait. God. Um, love don't come easy. It's a game of give and take. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> don't get a suit. No, anyway. Um, How no, long but, must uh, I wait? How I'm, much more can I take? Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Miserable. But honestly, you have to like exercise this muscle. If you start right out of the gate, trying to run six miles the first time you try to take a jog you're gonna fucking kill yourself and the same thing's gonna happen in writing only the way it's gonna work is people are just gonna like you know reject not read your shit or download right. so instead what you've got to be is a little more circumspect that doesn't mean you can't be ambitious but you need just to hold like yourself take back your a little. time hold yeah. yourself back a little and if you have this idea that you think is fucking genius put it in your back pocket don't let it go put it in your back pocket and write three or four articles or stories that aren't necessarily about that you can even plant the seeds for it but you need to like get those muscles like you know working before you rome wasn't built in a day thing. exactly other uh, cliches several of our gois are considerably worse than a significantly large city so i'm just saying in terms of planning <laughs> it's true all right well um before we go uh if we're gonna plug Sludge's book, I also want to plug. Uh, oh man, Davey Fool's are we plugging book. stuff now? No, I just I've been reading uh, Davy Fool's book, which is under Re- his well, pen name. reading books that. God damn it! I'm not done. <laughs> is under Ned Caracas and it's Neverstone, the Mad Elf, and it's fucking hilarious because we were just talking about somebody who like decided to just make a GOI from scratch, and that's exactly right. what Davy Fool did. And again, this book is just like his three moon stuff it's so fucking hilarious all right now now you can are you done now yeah (laughs) on my own podcast yes yes it's my (laughs) podcast now i'm a guest star awesome you can edit it uh read quantum's book raw very good Uh oh yeah definitely also that it's fucking read everything by quantum motherfuckers a better writer than 95 percent of the wiki or 95 percent of the published authors yeah that too (laughs) fucker yeah, we hate you, Quantum. Yeah, I mean, with love, but... Yep, also with love. You. Also, probably not listening, so I'm not worried. Mostly jealousy. <clears throat> I love you, Quantum. I love I just passed you in the rankings. Ergo, die. <laughs> <laughs> He's over. All right. Let's get the fuck out of here before we say something else. All right. Um, all right, so uh, email here is simplycreativepeople at gmail.com. Our Twitter is 
S-I-M-C-R-E-A-T. My Twitter's at Gregory Carpin. Uh, at Harry Blank SCP. Do I do mine? You want to plug? I mean, oh, if you okay. You can follow me at uh, Roundhouse on Twitter, on uh, at Copa, whatever. It, <laughs> All right. You can follow me at LinkedIn. Cannoli. Forget about it. Forget about uh, it. Gabagool. Gabagool. Italians. <laughs>